This episode is brought to you by Plastique. That's with a Q. That's Plastique, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q. Plastique empowers businesses to maximize their cash flow and pay for almost any expense with a credit card. Sign up now for a new Plastique account at plastique.com slash TMS and send $50 in fee-free payments. That's Plastique, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, those Aussies make awesome blonde ladies. Then you shall receive no chicken, no sandwich, and no magical mystery sauce. Oh, it just makes me hungry for it, even that. Scott hates the smell of Lou Dobbs in the morning. Chicken poop burns the chicken coop. Kim with a burly makes it feminine. Air supply is all love, and Casey is all about the boogie. Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Yamashita. Huh? What have you... What have you done, Yamashita? What? For right now, let's get food. This is the morning stream. Hold on to your butts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, September, September 3rd, September. <laughs> Brian, September. It's the 23rd day of September. That's how the song goes. So I'm just trying to That's be realistic goes. here. Uh, welcome to the is that show. Is they sing it? Is that, uh, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. With Wind and Fire, not getting the dates mm-hmm. right. No. Shame. Didn't you hear them this weekend? Was Were they one of the bands? I did not. It would have been, it would have been great. Uh, no, it was, uh, Cool and the gang, oh, cool and, the and gang. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Right. I mean, they're era appropriate. Then, at least, they're sort of all. Oh yeah, yeah, zone. yeah. They would have fit. They would have fit in perfectly with that, with that group. And then we missed. We got there a little bit too late for um, Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, that's too bad. The railroad had already left the station. The train had already left the station by the time we got there because uh, took a while to get our our Giordano's pizza, which was amazing. Yeah, of course, those are always so good. good. So did you? Yeah. Let me ask you this: Did they? Um, did Cool and the Gang play Celebration? And if they did, how many times? Yes. How many times? They opened the concert with uh, just the horn strain from Celebrate. Mm-hmm. And then the, the band started taking the stage while they had that, and then um, uh, then they closed with it, and <laughs> they did probably like a ten minute version of it, which so Celebrate Sandwich is what it is. <sighs> Even. <laughs> See, that's that's even one minute of that song is enough for me. I don't need that. I, I don't know if it comes from being um, from doing the wedding DJ thing, yeah, because I always had to play that stupid song, um, or uh, it just feels like such a pandery song. It feels like a song that was written with the intent that it was going to be played at sporting events when the team wins, or weddings when everybody's there and getting together and having fun, mm-hmm. or whatever it just feels pandery i don't like songs that are like written with the intent that it's going to be uh played ad nauseum for certain things sure you know? uh, countless people who we, get elected to office like if you're a public servant and you get yes, elected they're yes. gonna play celebration on the stage and drop balloons yeah right uh, right uh, uh lee greenwood's uh, god bless the usa or whatever that song is it feels like the most egregious example of this where uh <laughs> where somebody's trying to write something that's going to get played while the the Blue Angels are flying over the stadium and, and fireworks are coming. <laughs> yeah, it's patronizing. I don't like it either. 
It's uh, yeah. it's uh, it annoys me. Songs like that, and it's not always their fault. Sometimes they just take on that life of their own. What's what's the uh, mm-hmm. the one Clinton used when he won uh, that was controversial at the time? Uh, it was "Don't Stop" by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac, "Don't Stop," and then they, which and- I wouldn't say, I don't think they had any intent of that, um, uh, any intent of that being used. Oh, not in the at way all. that it was used. Yeah, not no. at all. I just think that. It was controversial at the time because like, wasn't there somebody in the band who didn't like Clinton or something? This always happens. Somebody will oh, get up, really? they'll win a thing, yeah. like Trump yeah. will win a thing, and then he'll play a song that pisses off ACDC or somebody because he used sure. it or whatever. Sure. And they're like, ah, my politics don't align with this person who won, so therefore don't play our song. It seems like it always happens. Uh, Bruce Springsteen yeah. had one. Uh, I think it was Born in the USA. It was played at some... Born in the USA, which is... Yeah, which which if you've listened to the lyrics, if you've if you've paid attention to the song, the uh, the meaning of it is you know how badly the uh, veterans were treated when they came back from Vietnam. Right. It has nothing to do with like it's not jingoistic at all. It's not like I love America. It's like <laughs> man, America, you really effed up the way you treated those veterans. Yeah, Woo! We were bad at how we treated Vietnam people coming home. And that's true, but no one listens to those things. They just play because no. they go, yeah, they just play because USA. oh, it has USA in the title. It must be. It's like, uh, it's like "Hey Ya" by uh, Outcast. Yeah. Um, hey somebody plays like you know, play that thinking it's this great sweet song. No, it's about splitting up, divorcing, breaking up. Yeah. It's it's not happy. Yeah. Like, Every uh, breath you take is about a stalker. Quit using that as your first dance. Young married couples. What's that new? What's that uh, kind of hippie song recently that goes? Uh, or not recently, a few years ago, but it but it's all the cool kids with their pumped up kicks. You better. Oh run. yeah, right. That's yeah. about a kid Foster, running around with a gun, uh, going to shoot all the other kids who are too cool for right. him. It's a, it's a, it's a school shooting song. Exactly. It's not this yes. happy little yeah, all the cool kids with. It's not. It's a bunch of people going to get no, shot. It's not. Nobody listens. I don't like I don't like Mondays, by the way, by Boomtown Rats is uh was was based on a school shooting too. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't a uh, uh, Pearl Jam? It was actually Jeremy? based on a true story. Uh, Jeremy, I think, is uh, it's a, it's a kid who's about to explode, right? Like is, 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 yes, is, I think so. Like yeah. he's you know on the edge. I mean he he bit the Reese's lady's breast. <laughs> How can I forget? <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Vedder will never forget the recess lady's breast. How can I forget? Yeah. And he hit me with a surprise <laughs> leg. <laughs> <laughs> right open. Just like the day. The day. Like the day I heard. Yeah. That's the song. Uh, that's 90s. the one, people. 90s. Get it, get, get, catch yeah. it. Catch yeah. it the 90s. Grunge. Grunge, grunge, man, grunge. Great. I loved grunge. Grunge was great. I was watching uh, Happy Gilmore the other day. Kind of holds up. Still okay. And uh, I don't Which know why. One? Happy Gilmore? Yeah, it was on in the hotel we were at over the weekend. And it, it's funny. It's still funny. It's got moments. It's not perfect. It's yeah. not great. Yeah. But it's it's funny. Dude. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this. So the Telluride, uh, not Telluride, it was the movie, what's the, uh, Sundance, I think? No, no. What's the one in Colorado? Oh, I don't I think know. it is. Telluride, Telluride Film Ride. Festival? Was, this sounds right. The Telluride Film Festival. It's it just didn't seem didn't sound right to me, so I didn't uh, didn't want to run with it. Yeah. But uh, uh, yes, the let me make sure of that because I'm curious. I've got it right here. Telluride. Yeah, Telluride Film Festival. I always think of the Telluride Music Festival. I keep forgetting there's a Telluride Film Festival. But mm. Adam Sandler. Yeah. And Adam Driver getting celebrated at Telluride for their amazing film work in. Uh, 
Uh, Adam Driver did something called Marriage Story and The Report. Adam Sandler did this thing called Uncut Gems, which apparently people are loving. Like the critics, like the, the people who saw it at, at uh, Telluride are yeah. saying, celebrate this dude. He's good. He always has been. He's just, you yeah, know. We just, he's he lost his way for a little while, right? Yeah. Like he was, you know. Yeah, that's all it was. Well, I wouldn't even say he lost his okay. way. He just Sally played. and Sam, or what was the name of that uh, when he played twins? Bridges' sister. Yeah, that open? was yes. terrible. It's awful. But no, but he, he he just doubled down on dumb comedy for a lot he of his did. career, and then didn't spend a lot of time doing more cool things like uh, what was the what was the one he did with uh, oh what was that called? Punch Drunk Punch, Love. Punch Drunk Love was great. He was great. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Love Rain Over Me, or Love Rain Over over Me. I'm trying to remember if it's named. I mean, it is named after the Who song. The Who leaves out the V, so it's Love Rain Over Me. Mm. But oh, it's, I think me. it's Rain Over Me is Got the it. name of the movie. Uh, about a guy who lost his wife in 9-11 and does nothing but play, um, what is it called? Shadow of the Colossus. What was that game where? With the big giant video creatures. Game? Big huge creatures you get up on top yeah, of and yeah. attack. Yeah, is that called Shadow of the Colossus? Yep, of the it. Colossus? Yeah. Yep. He does nothing but sit at home and play that all day, and Don Cheadle has to try and uh, pull him out of his head. That's a weird thing because that game, that game has an ending, so I don't know how long he could play that. That's weird. I wonder if they acknowledge well, that. He probably movie. just starts over again. Yeah, but my point, my whole he's point grieving, was Scott. He's grieving. My whole point was in, in Happy Gilmore, he wears a really good uh, uh, plaid shirt that uh, was, would be indicative of the of the '90s grunge scene. Oh, that's gotcha, why okay. we were talking about that. I was, I was wondering. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't know where we were going. Yeah, I don't know. Boy, did we veer off course. We did. The car is in the ditch. Someone help us out. Jaws of life. All right. Here's a question for you. I got a question for you. This is an interesting one. Sure, sure. Over the weekend, Kim and I had a little celebratory uh, How was your your anniversary uh, weekend getaway trip? It was very nice. We went to uh, Ruth Chris Steakhouse and enjoyed a big, fat, freaking uh, tenderloin awesome thing that I still wish I had in my mouth right now. It was amazing. (laughs) um it was really good and then um uh what else we do we just did oh we just kind of it it was kind of a foodie trip so we ate at all our favorite places and did breakfast at eva's and like all that kind of stuff and part of the day we were kind of out and around i'm like you know what let's stop by the mall i want to see if the apple store has those mac pros in yet i just want to see if they're there and if they're not there not that i'm gonna buy them because they're too expensive i just want to see one right i want to see one dude they're eight grand i cannot afford that freaking thing there's no way i'm gonna own that I know this already, so I just kind of want to slobber on it. And I want to see if they update the iMac Pro, because maybe that'll be the middle ground. I don't know. Anyway. Sure. So we go in there. We check that out. Everything's fine. They don't have them yet. I leave. And now we're sitting out in the kind of mall area just talking. And this old man comes walking down the uh, thing. And by old, I mean in like, I don't know, early 70s probably. Older guy. Okay. All right. Uh, Not unusual to see an old guy in a mall walking, you know, just to get his exercise. No. Not even sure, that unusual. No, like they use that as a good get out of the elements, enjoy the the, the set temperature. Sure, and it's not even yeah. that unusual to see one with a fanny pack. Would you say that, that would be true? <laughs> no, very not, very much not uh, unusual. Very okay. much not unusual to see that. Yes, and chat room. I know a lot of you are from parts of the world where a fanny pack means something very different. But mm, I am I am talking yes. about the uh, the little pack on the side of your butt. That, We're not talking about vaginas. No, no vaginas here. So <laughs> this thing. That's fine. Again, you want to carry your stuff. You're an older guy. I get it. You don't. You know. You need a place to put your hooch. So you put your hooch in yeah. a. By hooch, I don't mean drink or whiskey. I just mean 
stuff. There right? are some parts of the world where hooch means something different. Yeah, hooch is probably the wrong word. But anyway, he's wearing this fanny pack. Now, I don't have a problem. It's off to the side or even up front or whatever. This guy's wearing it like a low-hanging cod piece. Like he might actually have he might actually have a hole cut in the back and might he, might have his unit in there. Yes. It did occur to me that his unit might be in there because it was so low and the way he walked it would it would sway it would like shake <laughs> forward and backward. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Well, keeps right? his scrotum from dragging across the ground, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really did for a while wonder if there was some medical thing like maybe he's got like a yeah. hidden colostomy bag in there or there's some he kind of whatever. He probably just doesn't have it. He probably just doesn't have it, uh, you know, a cinched, cinched uh, tight, right? Like he basically got it, clicked the little clicker in there, put his, his, uh, what would he have in there? Probably his, uh, his I'd say there's got to be some lip balm in there. Yeah. There's tra- probably a, trail mix, a, a, maybe. a, a yeah. physical address book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing electronic in there. Are you kidding me? No, no, definitely not, especially if it's that low. You don't want any weight in there that's going to be swinging back and forth as you walk and yeah. constantly just whacking, oh, yeah. whacking you in the TPZ. In the- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The TPZ, what is that? That's the 2% zone, Scott. Oh, the 2% zone. <laughs> I've never heard that. I like that. It's very good. Well, anyway, I couldn't understand it. I felt like saying something I didn't. Uh, but I don't think you should wear it that low. And I wish I would have gotten a picture so you could just see what I'm talking about because it was ridiculous. You could see it as he walked, as he got past you. You could see from behind him it swaying around <laughs> between his see, legs. You could see. Uh... <laughs> it's bad. Not supposed to uh, do that. I don't think he understood. And then we thought, all right, we got to get home, but we're kind of hungry, and we got this thing at the house later. So everyone's coming over. Why don't we stop and just get something cheap and easy? Let's just get food. And Kim sure. says, well, what do you want to get? And I said, you know what? Popeye's. If they have the sandwiches today, that would be awesome. I thought, well, maybe it's, no a, it's a Sunday. No way. They might have some extras. It was pure pure hope, right? Just hope for hope's sake. Yeah, yeah. I go in there, or we, we pull up to one. We are greeted uh-huh. immediately by a sign out front. I'd like to share this with the chat. Let me just paste this in here. Here we go. Uh, this is an actual, this is the tweet I put up. This is an actual photo that I took. Uh, here we go. Uh, Brian, the link's right there if you want to see it. There's a giant right now, the piece of paper <laughs> with, uh, with a big giant text on it that says, No more sandwiches! With wow. three underlines underneath it to help emphasize yeah. that there are no uh, more one sandwiches. One underline, people might think, oh, they're joking. Two underlines, <laughs> maybe they really do have some in the back. But three underlines, oh, they're serious. Yeah, they're serious about it. And they were grouchy we decided to get something there anyway oh wow but they were so wow. grouchy with people because i think if i had to guess if you work at popeyes right now every other person is asking for the thing and you're telling them sorry we're out and it's constant wow. all day you must be so sick of it so i understand why they're all grumpy i get it they looked at us like please don't be those people to ask for the chicken sandwich please don't be those people to ask for the chicken sandwich. <laughs> well they uh there were there's a uh, uh popeyes in houston that got uh, held up at gunpoint yeah, I heard uh, about that last night. Somebody pulled a gun night. on them because they yeah. didn't have the chicken yeah. sandwich. What is that about? Oh, my gosh. Jeez Louise. How? Okay. I will admit that when I had that thing before everything all hell broke loose, it was amazing. It was the best chicken sandwich I've ever had from a fast food restaurant. So, okay, it was good. Here's my question. Yeah. Are we out of chickens? <laughs> are we out of bread? What exactly are we out of 
that they can't just make more. I think they're like, out of the buns. Is this just a ploy? <laughs> this is just a ploy to get people to get their app, right? I like, mean, that's what it is. Maybe. I don't know. Does the app, unless the app tells me when the chicken sandwiches are in, then no, no thanks. That's what the app is supposed to do. Yeah, it's supposed oh, okay. to tell you when the chicken sandwiches but yeah uh, is back but uh if anyone out there knows you want to send in a call or an email and you tell us what's the deal we don't know I, here's my guess it's a combination yeah. of those two things because they don't there's plenty of chicken at popeyes that's what we had i had tenders came plenty had, like, of chicken the in the world we can get chicken yeah Chick chickens are not hard to find right but at popeyes there's plenty of just straight up chicken like they don't they're not out of everything they're only out yeah. of the sandwiches so I think what's happening is the right. sandwiches come pre-breaded, pre-spicy, pre-whatever in a certain format, and that's what they're mm. out of. They're out of those. No, you don't think they, so they don't actually like deep fry them there no. or anything like that. It's like a, I don't think they so. get it frozen. It's like heated up. I'm pretty sure that's true. I could be wrong, but huh. I'm pretty sure that's how that's they That's a bummer. Now, the but, regular yeah. chicken there, I think they do fry up there. Um, I'm not sure. But anyway, mm. I, that's my guess. I don't think this is them... Uh, doing this on purpose. Well, Rainbow Bright says that they do deep fry them there. So, I mean, I'm thinking, all right, so it's, you know, the sauce. I, it, there's nothing, there's no part of this that I feel like is uh, a natural resource that is that has been depleted. <laughs> well, whatever, this, whatever the sauce is, whatever this magical, mystical sauce is that they're putting on this thing, I'm sure it's household ingredients that could be bought at a grocery store for I mean, Pro you know, probably combined in the combined in a very specific amount. Probably, but in the pepper and like cumin their, or oregano, whatever. In their in their distribution method or plan or logistics or whatever, and there's probably plenty of chicken on delivery days, yeah. and they're just running out, and they're not going to yeah. go. All right, send Bill to Costco and get some fake. Like it all has to be their thing. It has to be yeah, their right, stuff. Has to be the, the, well, okay, but corporate could go to Costco and get those things, <laughs> arrange them in the exact amounts required, deliver them to the Popeyes restaurants to smear on their chicken sandwiches after they deep fry them. Whatever. I, this makes me wonder if they have a whole bunch of chicken for the sandwiches in the morning and they're just gone by yeah. noon. That's what I wonder. Like maybe that's what it's it is. It's just amazing, like how. You know, I don't know if it was. It, it's brilliant on their part to have this kind of word of mouth thing that that just explodes, and then that's the point at which they run out, and that's also the point at which they unveil their brand new app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the best thing about this sign that was on the door is it's right next. The door is right next to one of their big placard advertisements that says, yeah. "Try one of our new crispy sandwiches, both spicy and regular, right there." And then, no more sandwiches. Right, exactly. Take down your signs then. Don't advertise so it. You, when you, uh, you know, you've got shirts and prints and things like that in the Frog Pants store, which are fantastic and, and easy for anyone to buy by going to frogpants.com slash store. Nice. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, nice. Um, if all of a sudden there is massive demand for your, it's a, it's a frap. Yeah. Uh, or it's a snack. It's a snack. Um, uh, Admiral snack bar mm -hmm. uh, shirt. Yeah. Uh, do you just put up a big sign saying, we're out, we're never going to get any more? Or do you like contact your t-shirt supplier, who we both know, and have more of them uh, made right away? Well, he they ship from him, so it's him that would have the stock. But if we run out, I right. mean, the store has, let's say, 50 shirts in, in inventory. If it sells yeah. out, it will, A, warn us when there's only, a, you know, 10, whenever the alarm is, like 10 left or something. Right, right. And if we run out completely, it'll just say sold out. And... 
yes, we would want to quickly get more shirts in. Exactly. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. I just don't think I there's know. a same day fix for a multi. Not national a, not chain. the same day but these they've been out for two weeks haven't they yeah but they, see that's my question are they getting them out every day and just selling out every day because that's no, just a volume I problem they, i think they've been out since since two weeks ago like i don't think that they've gotten um gotten more run out again gotten more run out again oh like august oh let's I didn't see know that. august 27th should get the app now. and see you should get the app. <laughs> They're getting that's how you get you, dude. They'll get you with the app. August twenty third or twenty first is when this thing went went uh, crazy. So I guess it's it's been yeah almost a week and a half. Um, and then they sold out one week after this thing went viral, and we're at I guess we're not even at a week yet. Okay, so hasn't been that so long. it's not maybe not a day one fix, but I guess I'm I'm crazy hoping for a day five or a day six yeah <laughs> i would have thought i would have thought you could get some by now yeah. um let's see i'm trying to see <laughs> some of the reviews on this app useless can't order chicken sandwich <laughs> 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 that's when guy says that uh, uh let's see offers popeyes okay this app this app doesn't tell you anything I don't think this more. I don't even think this notifies you, huh? All right. Anyway, it's quite the uh, conundrum. No chicken at Popeyes. I guess go to Chick Fil A. Do what mm. you got to do. Just don't go on a Sunday. <laughs> Lemonade in the chat room says, "How's dieting going, Scott and Brian?" And I said, "Great, because I can't buy a deep fried chicken sandwich." That's right. <laughs> it's going Same so here. I, just, yeah. I have to settle for a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm still doing my intermittent fasting thing, and I'm still steadily losing weight. And really, in the hours between, I could lose faster if I uh, didn't eat. You know, occasionally I'll just go a little bit nuts. But I, and I've been eating pretty well. But like yeah. on this trip mm -hmm. or on this weekend thing, we ate you know kind of extravagantly because it was a weekend out and all that. But I still stuck to my hours, and I still lost weight mm -hmm. during that time. So it's working for me. That's I kind of like not having to count anything. It drives me crazy. I mean, I know I'm smart enough to know that I shouldn't have Coke for breakfast and a freaking pizza for lunch. <laughs> like I know better. Five right? margaritas. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that is key. I mean, that's going to, um, that and combine that with the, uh, intermittent fasting is, is totally the way to go. I couldn't do it. There's my schedule. There's too many times when I'm out and about or traveling and, you know, trying to stick to meals within a certain time period is just not going to work for me. But you like that breakfast want, time. You want a good breakfast. That's what you want, right? I do. I do. Yeah. I want. Uh, I want to get up. Want to shower. Want to prepare for the day, and then I want to shove some eggs in my face. Yeah, I don't mind that either. But I, I, I. It turns out once you get used to it, I don't mind starting at eleven. It's not bad. Like as soon as the show wow. ends, it's right around eleven when Holy I'm done cow. posting and everything. That's about what I'm thinking about what I'm going to do for lunch. <laughs> Well, see, that's what's cool is because it's not – I don't have breakfast and then lunch. I have one yeah. meal instead. Yep. Right. And right. I might have some snacky snack between, and then I'll eat something before 7, and then I'm done. I think that's why I'm losing weight. I'm just eating most important food. meal of the day, Scott. Most important meal of the day. I'm literally, I'm, I'm literally losing weight because I'm eating less food, but it's wrapped in this package yeah. of you're intermittently fasting. Uh, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm just exactly. eating less. I'm just eating less. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Well, there's hey, that. Whatever works, it's uh, that's what that's what you got to do. Whatever works. Yeah. Uh, did you did I hear a rumor you saw the Lion King over the weekend? 
I did. We went last uh, yesterday to see the Lion King. We're putting our uh, a- our AMC A list to work, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went and saw Lion King uh, yesterday afternoon. It was good. Yeah. Um. Uh. I like the changes that they made. Besides, obviously, the big you know CGI cell animation, the CGI change. I think is it's gorgeous. It is a beautiful movie. And there are times when your mind totally forgets that you're watching. CGI animals run around in a CGI. Uh, Wasn't most background. of the set? I thought most of the set was actual location shots. I thought somebody told me that so. there may be a few, but there are times when I mean, you know, that Pride Rock or whatever they call it that they're always standing on. That's you know, yeah. I don't know if there's a real Pride Rock that they could film at on location. But good, uh, good point. Yeah, probably um, a mix. Probably a mix of things. Probably a mix. Yeah. But uh, uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing, really, really funny, and they change enough of their their dialogue that if you're used to what you've seen a thousand times with your kids on the the cell animation mm-hmm. Lion King, you'll be pleasantly surprised, and they even kind of um, break the fourth wall a couple times, which I really like. Huh. All right, I was there. I was worried so. about those two because there's a lot of middle middle part of that movie that requires them to be good, and if they're good, yes. then that's good to hear. They're good. Yeah, yeah, you don't even see them until halfway through. You yeah. know, I mean, they're they're uh, they're latecomers. And then we also saw Ready or Not, which is purely based on I don't know what movies are out right now. Let's look at Rotten Tomatoes, see what's got a really good score. So we went and saw um, this. this film called Ready or Not, yeah. which I, I I don't think I'd heard of, or if I'd heard of it, it wasn't um, something I'd heard a lot about. But it had an eighty-seven percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. So I said, all right, let's do it. Mm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it's basically like a, uh, probably the best comparison is like get out meets clue and, um, uh, and cabin in the woods. It's that kind of jokey horror, but it's still kind of gory. Um, there's kind of a get out vibe to the whole thing about this family that, you know, where stuff under the surface is uh kind of kooky uh kind of nuts and uh um i don't know it's it's a good it's a good streamer once it comes out i would i wouldn't say rush out to the theaters to see it while it's still in theaters but Hmm. we get three for three movies a week so like oh let's go see it yeah let's see this here i'm looking at the who's in this do i know anyone in this you know uh andy mcdowell for sure yeah i like her she's cool (laughs) She's cool. Um, you might know Samara uh, Samara Weaving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's any relation to Hugo Weaving. Oh, maybe. Um, oh, I know Adam Brody. I know that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know Adam Brody. Yeah. All right. This looks all right. Oh, this is a, what a yeah. decadent blast to watch a comic takedown of the rich tone and rude energy of a horror thriller. Yeah. Yeah. This is, and, and people seem to like it. And she looks very familiar, the uh, Samara Weaving. Mm hmm. Yeah, she's uh, an Australian who, you know, uh, again, does not play an Australian in this thing. She is uh, Hugo Weaving's niece. Oh, she could be, yeah. what's her name, sister. Um, yeah, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's sister, yeah. And she's totally, also Australian, yes. I guess. Yeah, the Australians, yep. they know how to make awesome blonde ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really good actors. I know, and I like, know. It's like uh, they, they just 
grow them in a lab somewhere in uh, in Sydney, outside the <laughs> the suburbs of Sydney. There's like a lab that just cranks out very attractive blonde women. Yeah, and a couple of weird looking dudes like Hugo, her uncle. Um, right. Let me ask you this: Is it? Uh, yes. um How do I put this? Is it? Is it so jokey that it's going to feel like parody? You know what I mean? Like I don't no, want it to be scary movie level parody. I want it to be. It's not scary movie level parody. It's like it's like um, Cabin in the Woods level. Well, even that was a little bit more. Once you get to the end, it was yeah. kind of felt a little more parody. Um, what's a good comparison? Um, I wouldn't even say it's as jokey as like Happy Death Day. Yeah, it's just kind of there's some tongue in cheek moments that Tucker and Dale versus Evil maybe. Yeah, Sidian. That's possibly a good uh, it's comparison. A, it's a horror movie that's not afraid to have a little fun with itself. Exactly, yes. I mean, there's there's you know scary parts, there's jump scares, but there's the deaths while gory are kind of weirdly amusing, amusingly done. And is the title Ready or Not is a reference to Here I Come, Ready or Not, like the hide and seek? Hide and seek. Okay. Hide and seek, which is the whole premise of the the film is that uh uh this family p- wants to play the, the basically she's marrying into the family yeah. they have a ritual where they have to play hide and seek with anyone who wants to join the family and it's a deadly game of hide and seek and it's a period piece right this looks like no it's not it's just they're just <laughs> they're just really old people <laughs> Are like, they? Not, like really old traditional family it, it's got a very uh period piece looking movie poster but it's I'm looking at screenshots. It looks like they're living in the 1850s in some they just, Victorian. It all takes place in a very fancy shishi mansion that is that okay. is kind of. Uh, uh, are they kind of cosplaying a little bit, or like what are they? Not really. That's interesting to me because everybody in yeah. here looks like uh, looks like they're all fancied up like an old school. Like nobody has a cell phone. This looks it looks like Victorian. Yeah, they're, 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 the cell phone the cell phones do play into this. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. Fam- somebody uses FaceTime during this film, so there's yeah, it's it's modern. It just happens to be that they're in a very old mansion, um, and it's done very, you know, it's it's they they kind of they're an old traditional family who's just come from a wedding, so they're kind of in their best tuxedos and stuff, so they kind of look like it's mm. a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. That trade the poster almost looks like a western. It's weird. They got axes. It almost and, does. I know with the yeah. bandolero the yeah. <laughs> around the bride. Yeah. That looks good. Anyway. That seems like yeah. I'd have fun with that. I may have to take him and see. It's not it. bad. No. Yeah. All right. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I you am. could you could do far worse for like a five dollar Tuesday night movie than that, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Very much looking forward to it. Um we've saved our third um our third A list of the week mm. the, for maybe seeing it this weekend. Yeah, no, I'll do that. <laughs> Jack Lope Ashley. LOL, just watch the trailer, Scott. I can't. I'm doing a show right now. <laughs> yeah, we're busy. How about, well, hold on, everybody. Well, Sit still for a minute and a half while I watch a trailer. That's a great idea. I think she's implying I think she's implying that after the show, instead of asking me so many questions about it, just watch the trailer. <laughs> just, I don't think content. she means right now, but I think making content that's what we, we like do that. here exactly we're talking about fun stuff and then i went to the taste of colorado talked about that casey and the sunshine band oh yeah um you you know what i gotta give it i gotta give it to i almost said i gotta give it up <laughs> give it up baby give it up yeah, yeah. uh to casey and the sunshine band uh number one 
dude is like 70 or 68 68 years old uh kc oh his first name is casey i think is it really casey like casey <laughs> it's casey is in c-a-s-e-y casey oh, right um i was casey uh yeah, and I don't know how many of the actual original Sunshine Band members are still in the Sunshine Band. There was only one of the gang members of Cool in the Gang that was actually an original Cool in the Gang member. I don't even think it was the same Cool. It was just one <laughs> gang member. Oh, it's just the gang member. That's right. Oh, Harry Wayne, K- Harry Wayne Casey is the guy. So his last name is Casey, C-A-S-E-Y. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they did, I guess they uh, do do it under the name, or they do a, a shortening with KC, like the letter K, letter C, right? That's how they do it? Yeah, that's how they, exactly. Okay. They just, they, you know, he took the stage name KC instead of calling Harry and the Sunshine Band. Gotcha. KC and the Sunshine Band has a little bit more sure. fun to it. I agree. Uh, you know what? It, you know, they, they, uh, they put on a great show. He could barely breathe because of the altitude, and so he <laughs> had to keep going backstage to do oxygen. But, uh, oh, man. Uh, they rocked it. You know, as, as much as I hated disco back in the day, kind of hearing get down tonight and shake your booty and I'm your boogeyman and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of forgot about how how much of these songs were actually kind of fun to listen to. Certainly not something that I'm going to put in a uh, in my day to day playlist, but I've forgotten that they had some pretty good hits. Did they, did they play Boogie Shoes? Did that come out? Of course they did. I think they opened with that one, actually. That was from Saturday Night Fever. So they started with that one. Um, and then uh, the guys, had, I mean, they, they had like six number ones or five number ones, mm-hmm. uh, 20 songs in the top 10 or something. I mean, they they really had a good... Uh, had a decent uh, run. Sure. Yeah. They're exactly. still running. Uh, what's funny is that the I'm Your Boogie, they have a lot. The word boogie is in like eight songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Air Supply and the word love. Like four of... <laughs> The, the only four songs that Air Supply took to number one had the word love in the title. Yeah. So Air Supply is all all about the love. Yeah. Casey and the Sunshine Band is all about the boogie. I've had some, <laughs> some people annoyed with my distaste for Air Supply recently. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't like that I don't like Air Supply. I mean, Whatever. come on. I can, un, I can unironically. More for everybody else, right? I, uh, exactly. Like, <laughs> You're not going to get in the way of their enjoyment of uh, Air Supply by not liking it, no. so what's the big deal? Yeah, the, you guys listen to Air Supply to your heart's content. It's just not, yeah. it's not for me so much. That's all. Jeez. All right. Uh, we should Besides, do the news. They're all out of love. They're so lost without you. They're completely lost without you. This we know. Yeah. This, we know. <laughs> this is your radio love. newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Hey, check it out. It's time for the news brought to you by... Current Geek. Current Geek. <laughs> Tonight at 5 p.m. Mountain, watch it live at frogpants.tv or catch the podcast at currentgeek.com. That's right. We're finally back to a normal schedule. Tom's Yay, no longer Tom's out of town. Tom's back. Yep. We did it last yeah. week, but it was on Thursday because everything was all effed up. And so uh, you're getting a new one tonight. going to be awesome possum. Super. <laughs> Super. Uh, firefighters called to a barn after 40 tons of chicken poop caught on fire. Nice. I didn't realize chicken poop was that flammable, but I guess so. Yeah. You thought the hurricane was the only natural disaster happening, but apparently flammable <laughs> chicken poop. Maybe that's why they don't have a chicken sandwich is all the chicken poop set all the chickens on fire. <laughs> we finally figured out the Popeye's, uh, the Popeye's problem. Yeah, wow. The secret Solved. recipe. It's chicken poop the whole time. Uh, firefighters were called to a barn in East Devon after a huge pile of chicken poo caught on fire. Uh, one fire engine from Middlemore. This sounds like it's from the UK. It certainly sounds like it's it. has got to be the UK, yeah. Oh, yeah, Turkey. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, from uh, the, the faulty towers. Faulty towers, yeah, or farty yeah. towels, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see, the uh, one from Topsham and the water carrier from Torquay responded to the incident in Clist St George, which happened around 8 p.m. on Friday evening. The spokesman for Devon and Somerset Fire and Rescue Service said, "Oh man, they." The Europeans with their awesome names. <laughs> doubled, doubled down on all of their British-sounding locations oh, for love this article. That ministry of this and that. I love that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, they yeah. said they had 40 tons of chicken manure that had been stored in the barn. That is a lot of freaking chicken poo. Um, yeah. On attendance, the officer in charge confirmed that the manure was smoldering inside the barn in Woodbury Road. The farmer helped fire crews by using his loader to remove the poo from the barn into the open air. The crew then stopped the fire by uh, uh, from start spreading further by using one horse reel jet. Don't know what that is. I don't know what the hell that means. It sounds like they just like randomly rolled some dice and said, random word generator, yep. one horse reel jet. One horse reel jet. I wonder if that means one horse powered water jet, maybe? Like it's enough maybe. power to be like a super, super water. That's my favorite song by the Wallflowers, <laughs> one horse reel jet. <laughs> you know, they were great. What are they doing now? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, you know they've got talent. Uh, let's see. We've got another story here. Oh, another Popeye no. story. This is. Uh, <laughs> we should have saved our Popeye's talk for now. Yeah. So we had the shooting yesterday. Or not the shooting, but the guy threatening with a gun because he can cook his chicken sandwich. Now you have this. This is actually a few days old. But it turns out Popeye's uh, big, huge chicken sandwich launch that's causing all this controversy and shortages, they did it by teaming up with a restaurant that ripped them off. So two years ago, a small oh, really? southern-themed Carolina, sorry, Carolina restaurant in Long Beach, California, became a national media fixation when the owner got busted for reheating Popeye's fried chicken tenders and serving them to customers as part of his chicken and waffle special without disclosing the origin of the first ingredient. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. So... <laughs> Which is pretty great. Just went and bought. So see, he was smart. He says, I've got demand. I'm going to go to Popeye's, get chicken tenders, bring them back to my restaurant, please my customers. You're kind Popeye's of, could learn from this. Yeah, you're kind of predicting exactly what they did uh, earlier, what you're suggesting Popeye's do. Anyway, but in a right. bizarre marketing savvy twist, Popeye's is teaming up with uh, the hashtag Popeye's Gate restaurant, Sweet Dixie Chicken, to help launch that new product that everybody's wild for now. The chain's first ever chicken sandwich, a buttermilk battered chicken biscuit, or sorry, chicken fillet on a brioche bun with pickles and mayo. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's making me hungry talking about it. Will be sold at Sweet Dixie Chicken today and tomorrow as a teaser before it lands on Popeye's menus. This all, of course, happened about a week before this stuff kicked off. Sure. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, on August 12th, that's when it happened. Popeye's also filmed the commercial with the mastermind of the original chicken hoax. His name is restaurateur Kimberly Sanchez. Oh, maybe it's a lady. Anyway, I don't know. There's lots of Kims. You never know. <laughs> I would could be probably Kim Burley, chip typically yeah, female. Yeah, you have the Burley is a woman. Yeah, you uh, get the Burley, but even though Burley usually means men, somehow putting it on yeah. Kim makes it feminine. So there but you Kim go. Kim Coates is not a Kimberly. He's <laughs> no, a Kim. he's not. <laughs> and he would like to know Kimberly Coates. Yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Kimberly, Kimberly Coates. Kimberly Coates. Hey everybody, have you seen Paper? Good night. Did you read the paper? Has yeah. my name on it? Did you read the paper? <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if I told you, I don't know if I told you this. Dunaway has been playing uh, No Man's Sky as well, and he found a planet that is only water, pure water planet, no land yeah. at all. He named it the Costner. 
which is pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I I was directed to a planet like that for a uh, for a monolith or something, or no, because it had cadmium and I needed cadmium, and uh, flew around that thing for half an hour looking for one island where I could get some cadmium. Like, ah, screw this. I'll just hop into a black hole, go to another system. Yeah, there's plenty of cat. That's funny. It sent you there. That's nuts. And yeah, the, wa- the so water ones are cool for if you're doing water stuff like the water bases. Those planets are cool. Yeah. If you're not doing that, yeah. there. I still have not done a water base, but I did. I did get to the end of the Artemis storyline. I'm not kind of continuing with the Apollo story storyline, but um, which is you know they they run uh, parallel, parallel. Parallel, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a little little decision uh, you have to make in this game that mm-hmm. uh, is one of the most difficult decisions I've ever had to make in a video game. It's weird. Did you find the Kavax? Uh... Or the truth about the little Kvax guys, the little shrimpy dudes. Did you find out what they're up to? Uh, don't know if I have yet. The okay. little toad-looking characters. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't, because it's yeah. nope. I imagine I'll get there because I've now got one working for me on my in my base, and I bet I bet his storyline of like, bring me more stuff for the base. I need a weapons guy. Get me a weapons guy. Yeah, he's a spaz. Those guys are basically yeah. um, Ferengi. That's what they remind me of. They kind of are. Yeah, little yeah. toad Ferengi. Toad yeah. Ferengi. Frankie Toads. All right, here's a good story for you. Some more food-related stuff. A noodle vendor claimed that they urinated in the broth to cure muscle aches. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. A person uh, claiming to be a noodle vendor, or as I would say, noodle folk, with lots of customers, uh, said their shop was very popular because their dishes helped cure muscle aches and pains. The secret ingredient of the noodle was the vendor's urine. That's his pee-pee, you guys, his pee-pee. A secret ingredient. <laughs> pee. <laughs> oh, what's Bobby Flay going to do this week with it? Now he's got to work with pee. Um, Look who on. Yes, go ahead. Yes, it looks like he's uh, peeing in the chafing dish. He's peeing in the chafing dish and placing it in the microwave. All right. Thank you. With the on. Yes. Uh, he's making a urine ice cream now. <laughs> Do you think all the contestants today knew to bring a full bladder? They didn't know what the secret ingredient was, but now they do. Oh, no, that guy hasn't drank water for hours. Oh, uh, no, he peed before he got here. <laughs> <laughs> he's now going into the audience. Yes, he's now going into the audience to, to request pee from audience members. It is funny how they always have to, like, address each other in that way. In, yes. In the the yes, go ahead. Yeah, that, that whole thing <laughs> the like guy on the, the guy on the uh, the floor. I yeah. love that. I love that show. It's pretty great. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I like it. Uh, anyway, uh, the secret ingredient is pee. The post was in response <laughs> to a picture that was posted on the fan page. Yak Dang's Diao Jat High Return version 1.2. <laughs> I love that we have to give the, the fan page. <laughs> <laughs> go look it up, guys. Enjoy. Yak Deng Diao Jet High Return Volume 12. Yeah, V12. Or V12, not 1.2. The uh, the poster said that they had many customers, occasionally construction workers. They claim that uh, they secretly urinate in the broth to help with their customers' ailments. Some of the people shrieked with disgust. Others said that it was probably a post to discredit the group. They suggested that it might be a genuine belief of the poster that drinking urine was good for you, but it was unlikely to be true uh, that they put their own urine in the soup for customers to drink. Listen, full stop. Just stop putting pee in things. That's it. Just don't yeah, do it. No kidding. It doesn't do it. It's not fixing your aches and your pains. I promise you it's not. Just get rid I of it. I wonder if they enjoy their own food, right? Like, do you think that they, oh, I would oh. never eat this. It's got my pee in it. Are you kidding me? I'm not crazy. 
drinking their own supply. Is that what you're saying? Getting high on their own supply was about mm. the phrase I was about to use, yes. Mm. Well, anyway, that's a thing. Very weird. Uh, finally, we got this story. All right. We've been holding these stories since Wednesday because Thursday we had yeah. uh, we had a very long a l- Gidget segment. A lot of stuff, yeah. Uh, Fortuna family. <laughs> uh, returned <laughs> from... <laughs> Fortuna? <laughs> yes, they all have big... Tentacle heads. Twilight heads. Anyway. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done pulling out the uh, the Bip Fortuna quote. Once in a while, that serves me. Um, they return from dinner to a naked, selfie-taking burglar in their bathtub. Actually, burglars. There's nice. multiples in there. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, let's see. This is Are they wearing pig masks? <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Listen yeah. to the last week's show. I guess that's we we pride ourselves on not having any continuity, but that one you might need to go a couple weeks back. There are enough listeners who work really hard to maintain the continuity of TMS that I think we have yeah, to reward yeah. them once in a while. I think that's fine. We do, we do, and celebrate the 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 uh, the lore keepers. Yeah, <laughs> of TMS, they're the weirdos among us, and we need to celebrate them. Um, anyway, this is what the family said. They returned to these naked people. Uh, we came home from dinner to find these two in our house as resident Tara Johnson. That's my sister's name. My, my wayward sister, Tara. My wayward sister. Oh, well. Carry on my wayward. Yeah, I almost went there, but I felt like it was just too low. Sibling. I guess I can't say son. Anyway, uh, wrote on Facebook, the girl was completely naked in the kitchen cooking dinner while the guy was uh, taking a bath. So it was a dude and a lady. <laughs> Sergeant Jason Keitel of the Fortuna Police Department said officers responded to the home and uh, inside the home, officers found Christopher Michael Bacon. Christopher Michael Bacon. Michael mm. Bacon. Huh. And Osha Marie. Is that what she was cooking in the kitchen? <laughs> if you're not careful, don't cook bacon while you're naked is all I'm saying. That's bad news. You yeah. just get all the little uh, oily bits on you. Don't do it. So... Anyway. I guess I'm confused. Yeah. When they got home, yeah. she was naked in the kitchen cooking dinner. He was taking a bath, but then it says that the police found the two of them in the bathtub. Yeah, I think it's they got into the... T- they don't get into the details here, but my guess is they're weird and on drugs. And the lady was like cooking in the yeah. kitchen and wandered back into the tub and got in the tub. And by the time the cops got there, they were both in the tub. That's my thinking. I could wow. be wrong okay. about that. But it does say officers found Christopher Michael Bacon and Ocean Marie Vanetta nude inside of the family's yeah. hot tub boy how many how many days do you scrub that until you feel okay about being in there again? Uh, just replace the tub i don't know move out move. yeah looking looking at these two i'm gonna say that uh oh, yeah, a methamphetamines is a factor yeah probably i mean no offense to heavy drug users but we're gonna put, <laughs> we're gonna put this photo up all right there they are uh they look like they're uh you know they, they've uh, they've been around the block a few times. They've moved. To, they've yeah. busted, <laughs> yes. busted into people's houses, taken their stuff, and been naked in their tubs before. This is not. They have spent them. a little bit of time in the uh, bathroom at the Las Vegas uh, Jack in the Box. If yep. you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I know right what you mean. If you know. If you know what I mean. They told. Where is the Lost Coast, by the way? I see this is from the Lost Coast Outpost. Oh, I don't know. Have you been? Oh, looks like Eureka, maybe California. I'm guessing then. Oh, uh, this is so. This is probably northern, north, like Bakersfield sort of zone. Northern, northern, yeah, like Bakersfield or uh, Redding, north of Sacramento. That is definitely meth country for California. 
Yeah. Bakersfield in particular. I always hear. Pretty methy out there. Pretty methy. It's a very big, <laughs> you guys have made a lot of meth. It's a big myth. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They told the outpost it was later discovered the two suspects also used a cell phone found inside the house to take selfies, which the family shared on Facebook. Ooh, are they on here? Oh yeah, dude! Scroll yeah. down. Oh yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's the the photos that I thought you saw, like with the big old grin with a I that. tooth missing or replaced or something. I can't tell what's going on there. And when I try and click on the photo, it wants to take me to Facebook, and I don't want to go to. I don't want. I don't want this, the Lost Coast outpost to report my Facebook usage for this. Yeah, this is no good for anybody to do that. I'm not doing that. No, no. Yeah, F that is what I say. Exactly. Right. Uh, that's uh, going to be it for your news. Now, the one thing I haven't heard from is I don't know if Bill's still. I don't know where Bill is because he might oh, still. Oh, right, because he he always hangs around there, right? Doesn't he? He does at Dragon Con, yeah, which ended yesterday. Yeah. So, oh, he's home. He says, "Oh, he's home." Big smile. He's home. Oh, he's oh, ready he's in for the us. chat. Okay. Oh, in I should I should have checked uh, yesterday because sometimes he'll stay and like collaborate. Um, stop. How's that song go? He'll the IT stop, song. He'll stop, collaborate, and listen. Yeah, stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> <laughs> something with the some got dissing. How's that song go? I don't know how it goes. It doesn't matter. We should uh, Ice is back with a brand new edition. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at you popping off the 80s. Yeah. Awful rap. Um, all right. Ugh. Hey, what's that guy's real name? I was making fun of him the other day, and I couldn't think of his name. Uh, it's long. Rob Van Winkle. I think. Yeah, Rob Van Winkle. That's the worst. Sorry. No offense. <laughs> but if you want to... It's only a slightly dumber name than Vanilla Ice. Yeah. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> like, if you want to be a cool rapper person yeah yeah that's a dumb name Super yeah dumb. all right uh, i guess that's where he got the van for vanilla ice though oh right oh maybe i didn't think of that yeah the van vanilla i mean i know he's white too sure which you know oh taylor you uh, play that up if you're a rapper like snow and uh sure uh iced tea latte is uh, there a is there? Is there? Is there? Don't tell me there's is there not. a white rapper named. Come on, that'd be great, right? Iced tea latte. <laughs> the real iced tea would sue, probably. Yeah, you would totally. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Cube. Ice Cube is my favorite of the ice rappers. Yeah, yeah. I like him a lot, even in his dumb like family movies. I think he's great. Anyway, right. uh, let's. Um, I was thinking of Anaconda for some reason because he's in that, isn't he? Wasn't he the cameraman in Anaconda? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was good in that. Anyway, J Lo. Oh yeah, J Lo's in that. Wait, J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez or uh, Jennifer uh, John Voight. Oh, John. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said J Lo, and then you said Jennifer Low. I mean, uh, John Voight. Like you were, you were. <laughs> well, I was going to say Jennifer Lopez, but I was trying to think of John Voight. I was trying to think of. Um, uh, I can't think of John Voight's daughter's name. Oh, uh, like Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's yeah. the name I was trying to come up with, and it's like Jennifer. No, that's not it. Angela and her. And I just said, oh, John Voight. John Voight. And when he, remember, he gets shit out of, not shit, he gets barfed out of the snake and then winks. Puked out and winks and then gets re-eaten. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid, that movie. I kind of love yeah. it, though. All right, uh, that's it oh, for, what uh, see? oh, what? What did I see that just got added? I know this is like, uh, you know, we're talking film sack all of, uh, all of a sudden, but um, I saw something that had just gotten added to netflix that i thought oh my god we need to add this to our list because it's uh i'm into it what is it i'm looking i'm looking i'm finding it uh oh don't have we done dante's peak no 
We should do Dante's Peak. Just, just got added to Netflix. Oh, sweet. That's one of those yeah. things that came out a year that another movie just like it did. So Earthquake yeah, and Dante's Peak. Or yeah. Volcano, right. Volcano, volcano and then yeah. same year. It was like uh, the, the Deep Impact and the Armageddon kind of thing for mm-hmm. them. So yep. yeah, I'd be all into that. That'd be great. Let's so put I'm that gonna, on the I'm going to throw that on our list uh, as soon as... Uh, while we're listening to the song, I'm yeah. going to throw it on our list. <laughs> yeah, the song that we listen to in real time. Yeah, uh, let's uh, do that. Let's take yeah. a break for a song. What do you got for us this week? I have uh, for Indy in the Middle uh, an artist out of out of time, out of San Francisco. Speaking of that Northern California area, uh, Matt Langley. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Langloy. Matt Langloy, L-A-N-G-L-O-I-S. When you're looking for him online, he is a singer songwriter and a director of music at the Callian Company Dance. Uh, repertoire and creator of uh, creator of several long-running music projects that uh, favor his first name, such as The Welcome Matt and Matt E.L. Um, he's released nine albums, 22 singles. Um, he's uh, worked with a bunch of Bay Area producers that have recorded with like Four Non Blondes, Dan the Oddmater, Train, Counting Crows, Foster the People, who we talked about earlier. Um, he has a brand new album that just came out earlier this year. It's called Merd. Mad, mad, M E R D E with an exclamation point. Here is the song from that album, one of the singles from that album, uh, making me feel crazy. Feeling good, walking the line, despite the current state of decline. I'm happy to be staying afloat, even though we're all on a sinking boat. I'm okay. I'm not depressed, living with all this shadowness. Now I see it's not me, it's everyone else making me crazy. It's the world, it's not me, making me feel crazy, crazy. Making me feel crazy It's the world, 
guys, let's talk about Plastique. This episode is brought to you by Plastique. That's with a Q. P-L-A-S-T-I-Q. Plastique. They empower businesses to maximize their cash flow and pay for almost any expense with a credit card, even where cards aren't directly accepted. That's the key. With Plastique, you can tap into your existing credit, maximize your credit card reward points, and even take advantage of potential early payment discounts. Is your business in a cash crunch? Well, is it? I'll bet it is. Everyone's is, right? Nobody's got the perfect thing going on there. Well, Plastique's the best way to maximize your cash on hand. You can pay rent, utilities, taxes, contractors, freelancers, or even business supplies. Uh, and then that skyrockets your rewards, simplifies payments, and use your working capital in whichever which way makes you the most sense. Like, why would you want to do it any other way? They accept all major credit cards and charges you 2.5%. Uh, sorry, 2.5%, that is correct, or less per transaction. That is pretty low. Your receipt, uh, or sorry, your recipient then receives their check or bank transfer without ever needing to sign up with Plastique. And since Plastique uses your existing cards, there's no application necessary. It's a great little middleman solution. So, Plastique's fees may own, uh, also be classified as business expense on your tax purposes or your tax forms. So, in addition to the credit card reward points and early payment discounts, the net benefits work in your favor. Uh, I don't like juggling different bill payments, services, and methods. I would love to have this all in one place. Well, that's what Plastique will do for me, and that's what it'll do for you. It's trusted by, our, by over a million customers and has made over 1 billion payments globally, and they offer bank-grade security with advanced encryption, and they have an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Plastique is also guaranteed on-time delivery, or they'll pay for your late fees. Smart cardholders trust Plastique to grow their business, and we've got a special deal for our listeners. Sign up now for a new Plastique account at plastique.com slash TMS and send $50 in fee-free payments. That's Plastique with a Q, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q.com slash TMS. And you can send your first 50 in payments fee-free, but only when you sign up at plastique.com slash TMS. Helen Lofton, a good-to-look-at girl with soft black hair and clear hazel eyes, gets a big charge out of life. But Helen is, I mean was, a great girl. Man, you guys are dumb. The Morning Stream. What's that? All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, a quick reminder, if you uh, like the show and you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash TMS. It's a great way to do it. It's a way to keep the lights on and keep us happy and keep the show happening every day, which keeps you happy. That's patreon.com slash TMS. All right, let's get Bill in here. Bill, Bill, Bill Duran of Punish Props fame. Mm-hmm. And infamously just getting back from the land of sweaty nerds. And we're going to play this <laughs> for him if I can find it. Where's Bill? But Bill just isn't thinking about danger. No, he's thinking about deodorant and showers. Bill, hello. Yes. I took as many as three showers per day at Dragon Con. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> really? Just oh, yeah. Just because it's so hot and muggy? Kind of have to, right? Yeah. Uh, every time I took a costume off because uh, it was a mess oh, under there. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I've... just changing out the stink bag isn't enough. Oh, no, no, no. You got to go 
start from scratch. Yeah, I've had that stink bag in the house. Remember, and it was it left a <laughs> it left an impression. Why, Scott had to move. Yeah, we had to move. No, it was in this house, <laughs> and I was like, we can't move this soon. It's too much. <laughs> uh, Bill is back, of course, from Dragon Con is what we're referring to, and uh, I I followed your uh, your your goings and havings while you were gone. But uh, you know, I'm curious about a little recap. How things go? Yes. Well, I built a new set of armor, the original design I was talking about last week. Yeah. Uh, and that debuted at DragonCon. But of course, we made a video on the whole build because we're crazy people. Mm. Uh, we did all that. We did all of that in the last two weeks. So, yay. So Bill's not going into work today. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we have a full bit of, uh, video up at PunishProps.com if anyone wants to check it out. Uh, the build was sponsored by Plaid and they were at DragonCon. So we got to hang out with them, and uh, we did a workshop with them, a painting demo. It was super fun. Uh, and then I got to run around in my new costume, which had lights and smokes in it. Or lights and smokes? Smoke? <laughs> Light? Wow. It's, <laughs> more than one smoke. Fire up a cigarette? Yeah. It's got some <laughs> yeah. smokes in there. So yeah, lots. and it, ha- it got a really great reception, which I wasn't, you know, I, we designed it. I didn't know if people were going to think it was cool or not. Turns out if you put light and smoke in anything, people mm. will think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it real smoke yeah. or, or what do you have to use? It's uh, it's fog. It's vape stuff. Oh, it's like vape. Veg- All right. Vegetable glycerin is what I had in there. Uh, yeah. I, I played bass for them for two years in the 90s. Mm. Vegetable glycerin. <laughs> they were great. Uh, so yeah. wait a minute. I got a question, though, because I saw your, your stuff. I saw your get up. But your wife also was wearing something amazing. Was that also a new build or was that something from before? No. No, we brought her our uh, Fallout costumes. So I was the mechanist and Brittany was the Assaultron robot. Right. And there were two of them. There was another one at Dragon Con. One of my favorite things about Dragon Con is you'll see a ridiculously awesome costume and then someone will say, oh, yeah, there's like five of them here. Oh, man. (laughs) Do they, if they touch, do they turn to, is it bad? Is it like Time Cop or you can't touch your doppelganger at, uh, at Dragon Con? I don't, I don't think so. (laughs) We right. would have, there was yeah there was some co- there we would have had a problem with uh with uh, uh Endgame Thors mm. yeah you got <laughs> there were a lot of them yeah. lots of I'm sure lots of yeah. Lebowski Thors yeah, yeah a lot of Lebowski <laughs> Thors yeah. I imagine that's probably the most most popular uh, one out there most popular well that's actually another question there. did you every year everyone says oh it's all Deadpool's this year or it's all whatever's yeah. what was what was the most common mm-hmm. this year that you saw. The I don't know the reference because I haven't seen the show yet, but the uh, the sailor outfit with the word "ahoy" on the on the oh, hat. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah, there were lots yeah. of those. Oh, lots, yeah. lots of those. Okay, interesting. Yep. I wouldn't have called that. I would have still said well, well, there are probably still plenty of Deadpool's. Right? There's always a Deadpool. Uh, yeah, there were a few. Um, yeah. That that costume, that sailor costume, you can just buy. So I guess it was probably really easy to throw on. Yeah. Do you, um, do you scoff at people you, that do that? Do you do you do you look at them with disdain down your nose? Like, how do you feel about that? Do you, Scott? Do you think I look at anyone with disdain? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to. <laughs> who are you talking to? Trying to dig up some controversy it. here. I can't. I can't find any with Bill. He's too nice. No. What I love though, think about this: is someone might not be a cosplayer, and then they uh, they see this TV show, and they're like, "Oh, my friend said you can buy that costume." Well, they're, we're going to Dragon Con, so. I'll, I'll buy it and throw it on. It'll be really cool. And then they go to Dragon Con and there's dozens of them and they all become best friends. It's like that person's a cosplayer now, like because they bought this off the shelf thing and went to an event and had the time of their lives. It's like we've made another conversion, everyone. Yeah, we should all be happy. You should all celebrate that. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> it's totally fine if it looks like underoos yeah. this year. He'll they'll grow into yeah. it. Well, the right. thing is the next year that same person will come back and they're like, I made an Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. I got the bug and I made a full Iron Man suit and it works. Yeah. And then they fly away and I'm like That sounds about Ooh. right. Uh, so, uh, so this build, what we're, uh, there has to be challenges. I'm sure there are people listening right now that are like, well, yeah, sure. I can copy an Iron Man design and then, you know, work on that and even give it my own spin. But if you're talking about something from scratch like this, the challenges sound, uh, kind of heavy to me. So, so what were the big challenges yeah. and what did you do to overcome them? I guess. Well, mostly just like making the proportions and everything look decent. Um, uh, you, you don't want the, the whole costume to be lopsided. You don't want to have, like, uh, just big gaps where, like, one part of your costume is super, super detailed and another part's just, like, a flat color. Like, you want it to be balanced across the whole thing. Uh, you want to make sure it look, it'll look good, uh, you know, at Dragon Con in, in a fairly dark environment. Mm. So that's why I covered it in lights. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we I think we pulled it off. So I never heard anybody say that before. The environment's kind of dark. Like you can't, uh, like how, yeah, what do you mean by dark? Like, it's not like BlizzCon. BlizzCon on the floor is super, super dark. Yeah. But a dragon kind of gets a little, especially in the evening, there's no daylight coming in. It gets a little, a little bit dark. Right. The, oh, in the, in the Marriott atrium where we hang out. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the, um, you have so many pieces to this. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. There's a lot of parts. So. So total time building this thing. What do you think? Um, I kept track of the hours. I can't remember though. I'd have to go check. But uh, we started it like two weeks ago. So. That's wow. All right. Yeah. Still yeah. fast by most standards, but um, yeah, that's impressive. And does this thing have its own stink bag now? Because it looks. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't even have it. I left the costume with plaid, and it's their problem now. I, and I did not have a chance to wash it. So that's their problem. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Dragon Con, this was my ninth Dragon oh, wow. Con in a row. Yeah. And it continues to be magical. Mm-hmm. Of course, saw my Tuesday buddy, Justin Robert Young, and his wife, Ashley. Yeah. We hung out. Uh, they're doing great. Yeah. Um, we had a meetup for our prop tarts, which went super fun. Yeah. And we saw a ton of cool costumes. You guys want to hear about a couple? Yeah, give me some. Of course. Yeah. Okay. You probably heard about this one. I have a link for the chat to a Twitter post. But it was uh, a Treyu from The NeverEnding Story and his horse Artax. Except the cosplayer only had the head of the horse and it was lying on the ground and he was crying <laughs> like he was trying to save his horse oh, from the uh, right. from the swamp. I heard about this. <laughs> heard about this oh, from somebody. Oh, that's hilarious seeing the, uh, the gif below. Yeah. Um, oh, that is brilliant. Wow. It's so smart. So clever. And it's, so this guy just wanders around with a horse head. <laughs> then every once in a while, he throws it to the ground and starts screaming. <laughs> That's great. It's so awesome. amazing. Uh, that photo in particular is great because it feels like there are people just trying to get around him. Like yeah, they're just sort of that's like, also oh, gosh. that's also very Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Like, dude, get this, try to get to the bathroom. Yeah, I got to pee. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good one. It's kind of freaky too. That's. That horse head is very realistic. I know. What's cool is he can use that for a Godfather cosplay too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's nerdy. Um, an- another one. Um, so our friends at um, at Plaid made one. They make Mod Podge, and they made a Mod Podge bottle costume. Another link in the chat there. That I tweeted that one out a few days ago. 
but it's a bottle of Mod Podge as a costume, like a mascot, and it's great. <laughs> Just oh, the, the most common thing used for uh, <laughs> by cosplayers. I love yep. that. That's amazing. I love it. Look That's at the great. attention to detail on the like the way the colors and the and the wording and everything. <laughs> That's really great. Is is there and always that, do all, people always do that? Does anyone just show up as no. a piece of foam? <laughs> no, that's new. That's new. All right. But I uh, I wanted to say something like, isn't it weird how I scooped out your guts and covered them up my, with my armor? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's anyway, awesome. so uh, uh, there were so many good ones. There was a full size Mondashiwan from the Fifth Element. Oh. Man, oh, we were just gosh. talking about how cool that. Uh, did you get a photo of that guy? Yeah, I got one. I don't have it. It's on a camera somewhere, but yeah. No worries. I can't wait to see that because that is. Uh, after watching Fifth Element again for Film Sack recently, mm-hmm. just just looking at those things, first thing I did was like, I got to find a 3D print of it and yeah, print yeah. It and I saw that floating around someplace. There, she's he's got a, a Lilu with him. Uh, or with it? Oh yeah, yeah. They're hanging. Yeah. Lilus are easy to find at Dragon Con. Yeah. At least they were last time I was there. Yeah, <laughs> there were a couple. I saw a couple. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, the ones... uh, there was yeah. uh, my buddy Ben did a costume skit sort of thing. He, they they do um, the Independence Day. He's got a buddy who looks just like Will Smith hmm. standing there with a parachute that's got an alien in it. Mm-hmm. And Ben was next to him with a speaker playing the music from the speech at the end of the movie. Yeah. And he's dressed as the president with a microphone reciting the entire Independence Day speech. Wow. Oh, wow. So he starts doing the thing. The music comes up. Everyone turns around like, what's going on? Just in the middle of the floor. He goes through the whole speech. At the end of it, everyone just erupts into applause. (laughs) It was amazing. Wow, and he would do great. it like every 10 minutes and then he would go to a different hotel and do it over there for a while. Yeah. Did the Will Smith <laughs> wow. ever punch the alien in the head and say, welcome to Earth, just to be the big finish? <laughs> he probably did. Dang. All right. Yep. That's pretty awesome. So sounds like yeah. another uh, another good con under your belt. Well done. It was amazing. Wow. Yep. Well, so I put in the I put in the chat room a link to the Mondashawan from... Uh, Yes, but there's another great photo I'll also put in here from the same Instagram account where it's all the pieces stacked on the desk and uh, uh, chair at his in his yeah. uh, Atlanta. Um, oh my gosh, room. that thing's so, huge! Brian, you want to hear something crazy? I do. The one that you linked is yeah. a different one at Dragon Con. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. wow. So there were multiple Mondashawans in <laughs> Dra- Dragon Con. Wow. Oh, that's really amazing. <laughs> was the one that you saw more detailed as far as like this one's this one's pretty simple as far yeah, as like, Yeah, the uh, the second one that you linked is different. That's the one I saw. Okay. Oh, yep. and I'm seeing yep. that one too. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and there's more detail on the arms. You, yeah. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Anyway. Wow. Still. <laughs> that's amazing. Reminds me of your chromie. Remember that year that Blizzard had a chromie and you had a chromie? And your chromie was a way better chromie. Oh, uh, Probius. Yeah, or Probius. That's what I meant. Probius. Yeah. What did I say? What did I say? Chromie. You said chromie. Oh, I meant, yeah, not chromie. F chromie. I'm talking about Probius. Shoes. And yeah. <laughs> oh, all like, hates chromie. I don't like gnome, oh gnomes. Gnomes are the worst. But anyway, I, uh, I remember the, at that event going, oh my gosh, Bill's, Bill's Probius is a thousand times better than this Probius. And I felt bad for saying it, but it was true. Your Probius was really good. Nice probe. We were, very, we were very proud of how that turned out. Yeah, it turned out really good. Um, all right. Well, this is great. And it lives, that lives at Blizzard HQ now, by the way. I heard. Yeah, it's in yeah. the offices somewhere, right? He gets around. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. 
do they ever send you pictures like a little quick little selfie with him to say hey still here yeah we, we got a we got an update recently <laughs> it was great. He's, he's nice and you know <laughs> they don't do the the waking up videos or anything like that where it's like oh it's another day and chromie's bringing us donuts yeah yeah or probius <laughs> you mean now you're doing it probius yeah you're doing it actually that should be chromie's job bring me some freaking food and don't get sand in it because you're like she has sand powers anyway Hey, that's awesome. Uh, may uh, may we continue to get rad stuff out of Bill after he is so exhausted and can now recover from a long week yes. of that. Uh, any any hints as to what's coming up soon? Anything cool on the horizon? I have to finish my book. That's yeah. mostly. To, I have to take a lot of photos. Of, of photos things. and books <laughs> and printing. That all sounds Other fun. than that, I don't know what I'm building next. I have no idea. Well, I do have a very long after dragon con list of things i gotta do <laughs> well wind at your back i say and all uh, right i look forward to seeing you next week have a good one chin beard on twitter everybody you can follow him there and you can also go to punchprops.com we'll see you later yes. bye now all right brian yes we're here now to uh continue down this path please do let's gotta get justin in though i don't know maybe he'll be here to say things Actually, we got a fun thing to talk about. I talked to him last night. We got a oh good, not a fun sure. thing, but more fun than hurricanes and shootings. I can tell you that. Well, sure. So we're gonna do what that. What could now. be more fun than hurricanes and shootings? I'll tell you what. After this, these are their stories. Do, do, diddly, dee, dee. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Check it out. It's Justin Robert Young, also back from Dragon Con and fresh off the O Town boat uh, or something. Hello, Justin. How are you? o-town boat i don't know <laughs> are you part of a boy band now from orlando <laughs> i don't know what that meant what is the o-town boat? i think i, I think know. you meant austin right like the austin uh no i don't know what i meant I oh oakland i think yes he's talking yeah, about maybe oakland. oakland maybe there's just yeah. words coming oh, I out i do live in an o-town yeah you do by the way your volume's super low can you give me a little cranky yeah, there. I can give you more. Oh, I like oh, that. that. Boy, yeah. don't ask Justin to get cranky. Give me, give me a little, little bit more, a little bit more. Mm, I like that. A little bit more? Yeah. Check, check, oh, check. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, uh, anyway, so yeah, you were there, and uh, it seemed like you had a good time. I watched... Uh, uh, Riding my a, horse to the old town boat. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> I watched a, a, a live stream-ish sort of, uh, not live stream, live tweet of some pictures of you uh, performing... And I couldn't really tell what you were doing, but I guess I would ask just in general, how did all that go? Everything go good? It was good. It was good. You know, it was uh, definitely a different year because uh, we didn't do a big night attack show. And, and this is uh, the first time that I've actually been to Dragon Con without some version of that being kind of the staple of it. So it was a little odd. Yeah. But uh, uh, we had a great PX3 show that I wasn't allowed to call PX3 because they decided they weren't going to talk about politics at Dragon Con this year. So I had to call it <laughs> Justin, 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 which I hope I hoodwinked uh, some of the McElroy fans to come see my show. Mm. Uh, but uh, no, it was uh, it was it was good. Uh, by and large, it oh. was really fun. The, the big thing for me is I, I literally it came at the end of a week and a half on the road because I was I was in Austin before that. And then, uh, uh, you know, August was a lot of cons. It was uh, Gen Con, Def Con, the comedy festival in Austin and then Dragon Con, which is like that was intense. I don't know when I would want to do that again, but uh, it was it was a lot. And yeah. I'm glad it's over. Yeah. You can uh, settle in a little bit and enjoy your fall and not uh, feel so much like you got to be somewhere every five seconds. August is always that way for you, though, right? Like every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it got more like that. I mean, I think that's that's the biggest thing is that 
I've I've always wanted to go to something like DefCon because so many of my friends are there, and I got a chance to do it this year. But now I realize why I, I usually don't because it comes in between a bunch of other stuff. And then we added the comedy festival in the center of that. But it, it wound up actually working out kind of to perfection. We had a great show and um, there was there was uh, it was a pretty fortuitous opportunity for me to be in Austin, uh, you know, for a couple other reasons. Tom spoke very highly of the comedy festival thing and of your role in it. Uh, so we've had Aww. there's been good word on this side that uh, everything went really well there. Oh, that show was great. And thank you to everybody who came out for that. I mean, that was not an easy ask to have people roll out on a Tuesday night uh, for 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 a comedy show. But you'll be able to see it live uh, tonight. Not well, the replay of it. You'll be able to see everything that happened tonight because uh, that is going to be the Night Attack show uh, this evening on twitch.tv slash Night Attack. Oh, very nice. Yeah, then you can take a little time off. Uh, all right, so uh, we, you and I spoke yesterday, and there's a lot of like politicky things going on right now, and there are also a lot of kind of gnarly things going on. By the way, everybody uh, in the in the vicinity of that Dorian hurricane, uh, anybody in, on your end of the woods, mm-hmm. like your family, everybody okay? Everybody all right? Uh, yeah, it, it looks as if I mean, uh, you know, I've been checking all the information, but it looks as if it's going to curve north and so there'll there'll be some tropical storm force uh winds and a lot of rain because it appears to have uh you know kind of stopped moving Mm -hmm. uh but uh, presuming that it does not uh, take another unforeseen turn back toward the mainland uh i think things are kind of north of my family at least at this point but certainly the coastal areas of florida are really going to be affected this is during like a really high tide period so there's a lot of coastal areas that uh, are gonna see some flooding but it looks as if i mean obviously the bahamas got decimated yeah uh, and And didn't it kind of park on the bahamas sort of and just sat there and just whipped the bahamas over and over and over like yeah no it's mm -hmm. not moving it it just kind of uh sat there and and hammered which is like really really dangerous when when it's a storm of that capacity because you know, even places that are used to, I mean, look, Florida's used to catching hurricanes on a regular basis. They can recover fairly fast. They they know the evacuation routes. Some of those Caribbean islands, they get them more often than, than Florida does. And so even considering the fact that the Bahamas is used to catching these hurricanes, they know how to deal with them. Uh, that's, that's something that's hard because, uh, you are, you are in a prolonged state of a very, very violent storm. Yeah. Well, that that's a good lead into what we want to talk about today, because you are of the opinion, and I see that there are many who share this opinion, that yeah. CNN is terrible at reporting storm stuff and updates, and it's just bad. And I'd like to know why you think that's mm. the case. What are they doing wrong? It seems like they have resources. seems like they should have the right people. Uh, they should be able to do a better job. And I've noticed just a few things online and then talking to you last night, seems like you're of the opinion that they may be kind of the worst ever at this. They're not only bad, they're embarrassing and they're actively misinforming people <laughs> on life or death decisions. Wow. Yeah. Like the, these are. Look, uh, uh, I have long 
uh, criticized uh, 24-hour cable news. I don't think that it is meant to inform. I think that it is news-flavored entertainment. So uh, uh, we will begin my excoriation of them at, at that level. I, I don't really think that there's much that we should expect from them. That being said, if there is an element of, uh, of cable news that I do think is important, it is bringing to a mass audience things that have happened. There is a shooting. There is a disaster. There is a moment in history that is being uh, that that has already taken place. Then they can bring you analysis and discussion and pictures and video of that thing. A hurricane's not that. A hurricane, relative to other natural disasters, is not a thing that happens and then you cover. It's a thing that you spend a lot more time covering than really any expected result. If you really added up all the hours of coverage that normally happen for a hurricane compared to the amount of times that hurricanes actually hit or do the kind of damage that they are giving that sort of coverage to, it's probably fairly little. Yeah. And and that's by design, right? You want to make sure that everybody is prepared in case, in case. So if that's really what you want to do, then in my opinion, a hurricane coverage should do the following things. Number one, update on the latest models. Number two, clarify for those who have not grown up watching these models exactly what this means mm -hmm. uh, and, and make them understand that, like, look, in a hurricane, you have a couple decision gates at the, you know, when, when it's kind of the cone is sort of headed toward you, then you should probably make the decision. Do I want to get out? Right. Is it better for me and my family and my property or whatever for me to leave early? Because that's a decision that you're going to have to make a couple days before, you know, just based on gas and 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 how uh, you know if you're gonna try and uh fly with like air travel and stuff like that you should probably make that decision a couple days before it is scheduled to hit and understand that you might be wrong number two when you are 24 hours out that's when you really have to start making the decision of like okay well is this something where i'm just boarding up my house is it something where i'm making sure that i'm hunkered down for a couple days because there's not going to be power these are the things that you need to be focusing on you need to have increasingly sweaty live shots from the National Hurricane Center in Miami. <laughs> like, that's what you need. Here's what you don't. An animated graphic that purports to show, by visual evidence, a live measuring of how fast this hurricane wind is going. <laughs> like, the asinine element of that is, is just, to me, it is vulgar and disgusting. It is there to, to terrify people live because they don't have a live measuring. Like whenever it spikes really far and it goes from like 189 miles per hour to like 217, mm -hmm. like that is just there. It is just a growling dog. They might as well just have a, the sound of a growling dog in the background <laughs> that periodically just barks. So it, it, it terrifies <laughs> you and your children. Right, doctor? So like it is, it is awful and disgusting and also just yeah, and, and this is I partly got triggered by this because I've been on the road. So I've spent yeah. a disproportionate amount of time watching CNN without sound in either airports or hotel bars. Sure. So I, I have just the, the idea of like even the language of turning north could decimate Georgia, could decimate the Carolinas. It's like it is it is just vile. It is just something that they don't because, by the way, it's a category five hurricane that might hit America. You don't need to make an ass out of yourself to to have this be news. This is gonna be news. Yeah. You you don't have. I mean, like the the the, the fact that they have those graphics at all that somebody's like, ah, 
Do we need it? Can we just say the current <laughs> speed of the hurricane every once in a while that this speed, just so everybody to understand, you should understand that this is a dangerous storm because believe me, I have no plenty uh, coastal Floridians specifically are insanely stupid mm. when it comes to believing that they can survive any hurricane. Like right. they are, they are all Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump. Like they just want <laughs> that moment where they are going to out, they're going to defy God and they're going to beat this storm. You should be able, you should need to show how fast these things are going so you can understand that this is a problem, but you don't need to do it constantly. You mm. don't need to uh, uh, terrify people because again, these are life and death decisions. Like these are, this is about people's property and lives. And unlike something that has already happened, and you can look, you can be ghoulish and weird and vultures on news like that, but you wanna know what? It did happen and they have to fill time. Here you are actively, you could be actively putting people in harm's way. You could be actively uh, 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 making them uh, irrational and making them making bad decisions in the lead up to something that uh, is very, very, very serious. I've just been disgusted and appalled. Wow. This is hard, hardcore. So yeah. So I uh, am I wrong to long for a day I don't even remember. I'll explain. So my parents, when they were, when they would get their news. The way it worked was at like five in the afternoon. Um, what was his name? Everyone loved him. Anyway, that guy. Willard Scott. No, no, news guy, <laughs> not the weather guy. Oh, oh, oh news uh, guy. Uh, uh, Walter Cronkite. Oh, Cronkite. Okay. Yeah, Cronkite would get up at like five in the afternoon, and he would oh, get on TV, and he would sit down, and he would have an hour, and he would have that hour to explain everything that's going on from what mm -hmm. happened today at the White House, what's going on in that war in the Caribbean, or whatever it was, <laughs> the war in the Caribbean, wherever it was, and they would just yeah, he would he would he would have this mm -hmm. this capsule of time where we had to express the facts and then move on with your day and everybody would get their prime time back right. and you only would bust in if you needed to do something. I have always been under the sneaking suspicion, AKA impression and or probably obvious uh, thought pattern that 24 hours is a lot to fill with stuff and that it was mm -hmm. never going to be sustainable unless you planned to fill it with garbage and, um, uh, uh you know, sort of extreme, uh, coverage or uh you know blow stuff out of proportion or cover stuff that doesn't is just stupid and not worth covering and that all of the good stuff the things that really mattered you could sum up in that Cronkite hour and now we have three big stations plus a whole bunch of little fringy ones that are all trying to do this 24-hour thing and that that's bad that it's been bad that it is bad it will continue to be a bad thing my am, am I wrong to think that or what do you think about that is that part of this well, problem of this hurricane coverage? So, yes and no. I don't think that the Weather Channel is doing a bad job. I think that the Weather Channel, uh, uh, look, they got they paid for a bunch of fancy graphics that they like to show off, and and that's a little unnecessary. But I don't think that they're being irresponsible. I don't think that there's a and they that's all they do. CNN had other stuff that they could talk about this weekend, and they did, and then they periodically went back to this thing. So I don't think that it's impossible for in this particular example. Uh, uh, for you to not just show your whole butt uh, and be awful uh, uh, the entire time, right? Yeah. I think that Weather Channel does a fine job doing it. Uh, in general, I disagree with the idea that the Walter Cron Cronkite model is good mm. because I think that when you had two or three people doing the news the entire time, 
that leaves you at a tremendous uh, uh the, the ability for three or four people to totally shape an entire truth for a nation yeah. is larger and i don't think that's a good thing hmm. i think that i would rather more people discussing the news than less people do i think that 24-hour news networks are news no they're not again they're news flavored entertainment they're information flavored entertainment I think that the morning stream does a more responsible job of passing <laughs> along the news of the day than CNN does. Oh, God. I think that okay, they should be looked at similarly. Yeah. I like Don't that. set us up for that kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> accolade. I'm fine like, with it. Too far I, down to fall. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, and that's why, in general, I try to not take them as seriously. But mm. when we're talking about something that is right now, and I understand that for, for many, po politics is life or death. This is a category five uh, uh, a weather system that has already killed and will continue to kill. And the 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 we if we need to tone it down just a little bit, mm. just you know, just a little bit of responsibility with this kind of stuff, it, it would it would just make me happier. And I just wanted to point out that that is something that I uh, uh, I, I I hate greatly. We have a um, a listener who works at CNBC. And um, I talk to him all the time just about various stuff, media type stuff. And uh, I'd be very curious his take on this because while they, CNBC is, you know, focused as a cable network on mostly financial stuff, like following, you know, the, the markets and what Jim Cramer is going to run yeah. around and push buttons for and all that kind of thing. I'd be curious what his take is on this because they all have to fuel this monster, right? They all have to come up mm -hmm. with 24 hours of programming. Content. Actually, I don't yeah. know if CNBC mm -hmm. does that or not, if they're... Maybe they have a different programming at night. I don't know how they work because I haven't watched it in a thousand years. But I think CNBC will periodically like run reruns of NBC owned stuff. I feel like yeah. I've been at the gym at some times and like Deal or No Deal is on it, uh, <laughs> uh, just to just to fill. But then again, they right, are actually, they're, yeah. they're primarily a market and investment based thing. They have a thing to cover every day that is must watch television for people that are involved in that. I have nothing personally against the idea of 24-hour television. Although a friend of mine who used to work at a, a uh, I will leave unnamed 24-hour news network. Actually, no, I think he said it on his podcast. So uh, it was Andrew Heaton. Andrew Heaton used to work at Fox Business yeah. Channel. Yeah. And he was like, you never really get the chance to say, hey, everything's fine. Yeah. Go out and enjoy the sun. It's like a late August day. News doesn't really happen this time of year. Like we just, you know, whatever, just go do it. You can't do that. Like, like it is, it is a very daunting, what you would call in the business, a news hole. Yeah. Like you need to fill that hole with news every single day. And uh, uh, I think some people do it responsibly and some people do it good. And some people do it bad. I think that there's a, there's another, I would like to separate this from the conversation of like, okay, is us talking about it for 24 hours. If we, you know, have a news station and then people are talking about the news for 24 hours. Is that good or bad? Mm. Because I do think that at a certain level, we owe it to ourselves to be able to turn off the television when yeah. we've had enough. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't I don't think that it's the existence of bars does not make alcoholics. Right. And if we were to take them mm. away, I don't think that there would be less drinking. Like, I, I think that we would have what we had with prohibition. So uh, I, I don't mind that they exist. I think that they can be rightly criticized when they are doing wrong. I would like to do here, but in general, I am I am steadfastly on under the uh, idea that we I would rather have more people reporting the news than. That.
Yeah, and have us be more discerning. I think that's a good thing. Here's here's the question I would ask your friend though that worked at Fox Fox Business. Does every yeah. room that Lou Dobbs was in does it have a smell now that he's been in there? <laughs> like if he that leaves, I do not know. okay, that's a big. So when you talk to him again, just say, do we get, does the Lou Dobbs stink stay, or is it only when he's in the room and when he leaves? Does it is it okay? Does it clear out? Can you can you Febreze that shit? Are there like, windows? Are there windows in each of the rooms that Lou Dobbs goes into? Right. <laughs> oh, Lou Dobbs! I hate him so much. I hate him. If you couldn't tell, I was making a jab at a guy I really dislike. Anyway, that's great. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> it just looks like he smells. Find people that you don't like is mystifying <laughs> because I follow this stuff for a living. And you will regularly name people that I'm unfamiliar with. Like, you know, I know who Lou Dobbs is, but I can't remember the last take that I read it. I'm like, oh, man, that Lou Dobbs is really firing on all cylinders. Well, he's always getting quoted by uh, Trump, and he's always he's super Trumpy, like hardcore Trumpy. And he'll his show, which is supposed to be a business show, is not that. It's just a Trump show, and that's fine. Uh, they can do whatever they want. But I, he just looks like the kind of guy, and this is more of a me thing, Regardless of his job or what he does or his allegiances or any of that, he looks like the kind of guy that would just gas up a room, just really reek it up. That's all. It's just a purely an observation. I don't look at other people that look like Lou Dobbs and think that, but for some reason I look at Lou Dobbs and I go, <laughs> sour milk breath, freaking injected a hot fart in that chair. He's got like sticky oh, kimchi geez. fingers. Like that There's guy. There's also no doubt that you look at other people that look like Lou Dobbs and think that of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's zero chance that, that that you've drawn a circle around only him. So just so you know, if you bear any pos- passing resemblance to Lou Dobbs, this is what Scott thinks yeah, about What does so. Mitch McConnell smell like, Scott? Um, uh, 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 I know. He smells like the... Um, he smells like the... Uh, what, what, uh, like the lizard... The, the part of the zoo that has lizards in it. <laughs> reptiles out of yeah, the, the reptile part of the zoo. You know that smell? Yeah. Like like a smelly snake smell? It's like a stinky, kind of weird, dank, kind of swampy smell. That's what I get out of him, for sure. Anyway. I mean, again, you just, you are a connoisseur. You're like, you, you like have like a Disney annual pass holder to people that annoy you and you hate. You love it. You love it so much. I don't love how it. Much day, how much time during your day do you go out of your way to find people that get your go? Here's the thing. It's not even about people I don't like. It's like. Uh, I've said this on the show before. I really like Jennifer Aniston. I think she's a good actress, and I really liked her. She was one of the best things on Friends, and she's had a great career since uh, for a reason. She's really good. But I cannot get it out of my head that she has sour milk breath. Just can't. And I don't know why. It's just a thing in my head. This is not me hating on people, though. I'll see this. I'll see it from some people I really like, and I immediately have... A, a reminder okay, of a, no, all right here look we, we we can do the people that think that that the have sour milk breath conversation but do not lie to me and say that you do not spend a portion of your day uh, uh <laughs> talking about it thinking about and looking at and obsessing over people that annoy you specifically when it comes to politics i had to mute one of your twitter accounts because of it well yeah you should mute that account that's my vent I go out there and that's just where I just shit out the back of the truck. Like, but I'm saying you can't have it's garbage in, garbage out. Like you're not just doing it. You don't just wake up like you know, sit up like from a nap like the Undertaker and just start firing stuff out because you didn't read something on Twitter. Like you're reading stuff on Twitter and then getting worked up and then writing on that account. Yeah, you're not wrong. 
Yeah, it's just it's a better it's better that I do it there than on my main account. I don't want to piss everybody off and oh, alienate again, the world. I, yeah, that's fine. You yeah. can do it wherever you want. I'm just saying that there's only one you. You're not a different person. <laughs> like, like there's, there's still you only you only have 24 hours in a day. I'm just saying that at least six of them are spent winding yourself up on Twitter. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is I have apart from politics, apart from people annoying me, or apart from people who piss me off, there is a yeah. there is a thing I do when I see somebody. I immediately think of. All the ways I, I start thinking of stuff like that guy's got really bad bo. I haven't even gotten near him yet, but I know he's got horrible bo. Or sure. that lady, um, if I was to look in her ear, has enough hair and earwax to give me nightmares, or something like that. I don't know yeah. why my brain does this, but I go. <laughs> oh there. no, no, no! I think that 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 to me that is your artistic brain. Like you are always thinking. I think it's what makes you a good artist is that you are always thinking mm -hmm. of the story behind the image, mm -hmm. and and that creates that that is like the difference if i were to you know uh, really get into the heady art talk or whatever i think that that kind of stuff is the difference between somebody who's just drawing and somebody who's telling a story with their images right because you are not just drawing a dragon you're drawing a friendly dragon a stinky dragon a, a lying dragon dragon yeah. that's telling the truth <laughs> like that's that's what makes you good at at what it is and part of that is like your brain just operates like that your yeah. brain is like oh they uh, probably don't tip. Yeah. They smell. They uh, could probably do a backflip. Yeah. And JC Calhoun in the chat says, this is called judging people. Well, I don't know if I'm judging them. I know that this is all in my own head. So I'm not actually saying that Jennifer Aniston has horrible milk breath. I just have this thing in my head. I can't help it. I don't. I, I mean, think if I actually met it, her. It is. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's like to, to parse uh, uh we all judge people like we are pattern recognizing creatures. Uh, we are all assuming something about somebody else. Uh, but I would say if you were to have the opportunity to get near Jennifer Aniston, you probably want to see whether or not her breath is good. Yeah. I, <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably minty, fresh and perfect in every way. Like, I don't know, but I just have this thing and it's not it's not a thing that keeps me from interacting with them or hell, if I saw Lou Dobbs in a parking lot i might shake his hand and say i don't get why you're so hardcore trump on your show or something like i'd actually communicate with the guy it's not that it's just that in no, my you head would, you would you would shake his hand say pleasure to meet you and then inhale sharply <laughs> <laughs> just so to see could, whether or so not you could have you a story right. for sure yeah i'd get i'd nestle <laughs> up in his neck and just go can i ask oh. you a question because a lot of these are smell related and i've i've noticed that you talk about or think about smells a lot like do you have a very sharp sense of smell mm. i do i have a very strong sense of smell yeah and i associate smells very strongly with experiences or or stuff like that if i like yesterday kim opened a bottle of witch hazel which i've never thought i'd never smelled before mm. but it turns out hospitals use it for certain things it's an astringent and if you use it with baby stuff uh it's it's a it's better than alcohol basically anyway yeah. i don't i don't know all the ins and outs but she opened it up and she goes smell this and i smelled it and immediately I'm in a hospital. Like I just, yeah. It brings all the visuals and the memories and the whatever of every time I've been in a hospital. Well, they say, it just smells like it. They say that uh, smell, the sense of smell is the thing that triggers the most memories more than sight or hearing or taste or any of, the, of those other senses. That mm -hmm. you're much more likely to, to recognize a previous uh, instance of a smell than you are those other things. Yeah. I get um, a, I just get the impression. I get those impressions from smell more than maybe, but also visual stuff and 
you know, sound is a big deal for I got, me. I got an email from a listener on the Jury Daily show who said he had to go. He told this story about how he went to go like get coffee at a 7-Eleven and got into a fight with some lady. And I'm like, dude, you need to get a coffee maker because that's a ridiculous thing. And he's like, I can't because my wife will wake up if I'm making coffee in the house, even if it's not near her. Her sense of smell is so keen that it will wake her up in like out of a dead sleep in the morning. And so he, she wants to sleep. And so now he can't make coffee in the morning. And that was wow. some like Wolverine level stuff. Yeah. That that's I've never heard of in my entire life. Well, that's, life. that's my, it sounds like my wife. She can smell a dirty dish rag from eight houses over. Like she'll, she'll walk into yeah. a place and go, wow. do you smell that? I'm like, no, there's a something, something here. So she has like super, Super strength, smell of vision, but for whatever reason, it's just a thing. I can't help but do it. I can't help but associate mm-hmm. it. And there's a certain kind of like garlic that I that bring, brings me immediately back to this guy. My dad used to have working for him that was a close talker and smelled like this garlic. And so any kind of garlic smell, I immediately think of that guy. His name was like Bud or something, and I just think of that guy. It's just my thing. Yeah. So I can't explain it. It's weird. Uh, it's just a thing I do. And I also think it's funny sometimes. In the Lou Dobbs case, it's mostly about, I think it, I think it'd be funny if that guy just stunk up every room he was in. Yeah. I will say this. The first time I ever was in Atlanta was for a middle school trip uh, that we took, and we went to the CNN building. It was also during Freaknik, which is, I'm very excited that as a middle schooler, I got to go to uh, Freaknik in, when that was still happening in Atlanta. But uh, we went to the CNN building, and it was headline news, and we, uh, there was like part of the tour that you got to see the lady just doing. At that point, headline news was literally just a lady one shot reading mm-hmm. the news over mm-hmm. and over and over again. But you were in that chair for hours. Mm-hmm. And this might be something that has grown larger and larger in my memory. But this is, I remember it as if it were yesterday that she reads the news, it's professional, the same way that you would see it on television i was amazed that like oh look it's a real person it's not a magical creature that's behind this glass uh she reads the news stopped and then again memory might have gotten away from the truth at this point but i remember her burping and farting in such violent percussion that I was like, oh my God, this is just what happens because they can't leave the chair for hours. They can't right. be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And she just went, and <laughs> was like, and her face was like as if she were still locked in. Like this was like fourth quarter Joe Montana driving. Like she was like still in. She just, it was just gas that needed to get out. Wow. Like tap, 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 and back. That's like amazing. she was right back on it. I love that story. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I'm also prone to stories like that. I just like it. I like a story that's slightly embarrassing. It's the human condition. We all just sort of humanizes. Yeah, exactly. I've I've wound up talking to television anchors since then, and Mm. I've always told them that story. I'm like, dude, like when you guys are at commercial, you're just ripping, just ripping (laughs) farts. Everybody understands that it's like cool. It's just part of the game. Like you could just cut like a violent gasser and everyone just has to understand it. Yeah. And they're like, no. And I'm like, wow, I mean, maybe I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> they're liars. They are lying. They have to once in a yeah. while. You know yeah. they do. They have to. Yeah. Nobody can plug that up. If you're, Especially if you're a 24-hour news network and you're freaking mm-hmm. Wolf Blitzer, 
you know that guy's in that chair. Off. Like I sit in a I sit in a meeting with a client for like twenty minutes, and I feel like it's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna run to the bathroom really quick, or I've got to take this call. Step on the hallway. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Come back in. Come back in. Yeah, yeah. That's just life, man. I don't believe them when they say that. Well, uh, this has been educational for sure. I uh, I hope nobody in your uh, uh, well, I hope nobody in general gets hurt. Um, but this storm's gnarly, and uh, it's good to know your families out of immediate harm's way and hopefully uh well stays yeah the same. i mean look it, it's going really slow but nobody i know uh, uh none of my family is necessarily right on the coast which is i think what's going to get the most uh rain but so far it looks like they're getting like tropical storm to like possibly like category one level sort of gusts uh even on the coast so a lot we will we will see uh uh i hope that it continues to go north who, who i really uh you know really needs to focus on it now are, are the people on the coastal carolinas and and georgia and stuff like that but uh we will we will continue to monitor it uh, i would encourage everybody download the national hurricane center app it's like a, a, a buck 99 but it just gives you the straight dope just the the cones the the, the spaghetti models like all all the stuff that you uh, if you are like following these kinds of things, I, I there are things that even though I have not lived in Florida full time in in a few years now, that I just routinely focus on, and that is for whatever reason, whatever you know, Florida college football teams play. Despite the fact that I have no rooting interest, I just like the the, the swallows to Capistrano. I just need to find myself in front of a television watching it and hurricane season mm. i'm like i'm watching from when they first form off the coast of africa wow. to where they die somewhere in the atlantic ocean uh, i know all i know all their moves i know how they go <laughs> I, I, uh, but that's why it's like it just something triggered me with with, with, with the scene did you see yeah. the you see the florida guy videos floating around where the guy was saying they should the air force should just have a bunch of planes go out in front of it and go the other way did you hear that guy that guy's great like uh like superman spinning the earth yeah. in the other direction ba- basically ba- basically uh, yeah scott i have not heard the clip you're talking about but i will assure you that i've heard various <laughs> uh live florida men tell me that kind of stuff at bars my entire life oh really yeah. that's good to know that's not a new oh god new thing. i mean come on it's all you think about is hurricanes at a certain point point. And, yeah. and this yeah. is right now the high point uh uh until like the middle of the month this is the the, the big uh, uh the big moment which is why it's like it's almost good that we're only into the d's at this point it means that we haven't had a very active early mm. uh hurricane scene that's but, true that's true this uh-huh. year feels like uh well this one seemed to get real big real fast and you know scary real quick it seems like overall though it's better than like last year uh in terms of uh, a number of these uh occurring events and there may be more but i remember when there were two or three forming at once and then one dissipated and i can't remember how it went last yeah, year yeah i mean it, this is this is again it's like there is a certain cadence when you're watching it all the time if you're watching local news in in south florida or or uh, central florida then you are watching like it is number it is it is like big news the second they form off the coast yeah. of africa yeah. and you watch them kind of go my my stepdad and I'm sure he still does, uh, just has, there's like the hurricane season like spread that you would get in the newspaper. And he would just keep this tattered piece of paper that would just get stuff spilled on it. And he would just chart out as if he was like keeping score in like a baseball game of every little storm. It was like on a grid that you were able to like, kind of like uh, 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 keep track of, of literally everything that came off the coast. I don't know why, like, I don't know. He never like 
framed him or anything. He just threw him out at the end of the season, but he just needed to know all of the all of the storms that happened. So when you're watching it that close, you notice certain cadences to like, okay, well, this is a big hurricane season. You're seeing a lot of tropical storms, a lot of depressions that are doing it early. Uh, some are later. There's actually some fascinating science on exactly like that there's 50 year cycles to hurricane uh, hurricane uh, uh, frequency, hurricane yeah. season frequency. Yeah. And I will say this, no matter what, even if I criticize CNN, it is very, very good that we have as much information on hurricanes mm. as possible. There was a, uh, someone might be able to find it, but it was like in the 30s, the 30s or the 40s, there was a awful disaster where people thought hurricane season was like over on Labor Day. <laughs> And oh, no. just because there was no, there was uh, a less <laughs> communication and there was less science on it. Like yeah. it was uh, an absolute disaster. Wow. In South Florida. And I'm three little, little pigs taking, <clears throat> you know, opening up their straw house saying, all right, beautiful day. Yeah. It's like the, the, no the like, wolf to worry about today. It's like the groundhog deal. And people believe mm -hmm. it back then. Oh my God. Did I nail it? Was it Labor Day in 1935? Says It might've wow. been Galveston. Is that it? No, it was South Florida. It was it was somewhere in Florida because it's like famous in Florida as like why you pay attention to hurricane season like a maniac. Yeah, because you don't want to be like Labor Day where everybody was just like, hey, it's a picnic. Wow, man, this is a really nice weekend. Still, I wonder what's happening. Used as a cautionary where are all the birds? Tales. Yeah, where are all the birds? <laughs> what have happened to the birds? Yeah, hit Florida Keys, 185 mile, hour, mile per hour winds and caught them all wow. kind of by surprise. Yeah, we live in a time where you can get more info than that, thankfully. Uh, and don't fly planes into it. That Florida guy was wrong. All right, uh, Justin, unless Robert. You're, unless your hunts the wind. Yes, unless your hunts the wind, then sure. We should get him on here see how it's going. Yeah, I was thinking about that, yeah. Um, uh, anything else you want to mention for this week? You mentioned the show tonight will be uh, a repeat of your glorious comedy show last yeah. week. Uh, anything else going on? Well, I'm back in my studio, which means right after this, you can head on over to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. I'm going to be streaming. We had a lot of talk about. Uh, uh, we'll do our live drawing for uh, who is winning. Uh, as these candidates drop out, Scott, I got so many. Mm. I got so much swag from the Iowa State Fair, mm. uh, including signs for almost every candidate. So now <laughs> as they drop out, nice. I am doing a giveaway for uh, uh, all the swag. So the Hickenlooper swag, uh, we're going to do the live drawing uh, right here uh, uh, on my Twitch channel in a couple of minutes. And then we will begin the uh, uh, uh gillibrand giveaway mm. uh because the campaign undertaker has reaped her campaign soul yeah. as well and we might see a few more coming up uh just, and the, the the swag will flow yeah so there's just 10 left and um but gardner is gonna stay in even though he didn't make the cut even though he's not there's more to, than 10 uh, left oh really uh, okay yeah 10 made the debate which means it will only That's be one is, night yeah. mm -hmm. uh now more might make the debate for the next one because debates three and four have the same qualifying threshold, which means people oh, that were on the time. bubble, like Tom Steyer, sure. uh, uh, might make it. Tulsi Gabbard might make it. But other than that, I'd be shocked if we saw more than twelve for the fourth debate, which would bump it back up to two nights. As for some of these candidates, uh, the real question is going to become: What are you doing, buddy? Mm. Bill De Blasio. What's the haps, dude? Like, uh, <laughs> Bennett, come on, man. Like, yeah. what are we doing? But yeah, Hickenlooper has now run for uh, run for Senate. 
so he is out of the presidential race. He's in the Senate race. Uh, he had a hilarious uh, ad where he decided to actually shoot a trick shot in billiards as a way of yes. showing that he oh. should be in the Senate. Yeah, that's that's the Wincoop Brewery, which is uh, his his uh, brewery that he owns over here. Nice place to go to, but yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, he's really good at uh, pool, and <laughs> yeah, he'll let right. you know that when you watch his campaign ad. Yeah, vote uh, for me. I'm good at pool. And then, yeah, Inslee is now running for... Uh, Inslee is running for uh, uh, governor of, of Washington again. Mm. Oh, I said so. Cory Gardner. I meant Bennett. Yeah, right. Yeah, but Bennett, mm-hmm. Bennett's still in. Uh, yeah. Bennett's hanging in. Uh, Not going to be but, in the debate, but he's still running. Good luck with that. Well, and a lot of them are like, hey, look, I, I just want to make it to Iowa, which mm-hmm. traditionally would be how you do it. I have a whole rant on how the the, 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 the debate system needs to be changed, but we'll, we'll get to that in another day. Yeah, and we'll hear about that on px3 so check it out uh justin r young on twitter have a good one stay out of trouble and we'll see you next time bye now i never think about how he smells he smells great oh yeah smells like uh sandalwood and uh whiskey yeah just a just a good smelling man that justin robert young never known him to be uh reeky oh we have a bot that's fantastic let's see we have a bot kill the bot kill the bot they've been banned goodbye forever wow all right, um, let's uh, move on here. Oh, I meant to ask him. He had family or his dad or somebody lived in Taylorsville here in West Valley. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's big fires out there. and I'm, I'm a little nervous about all that. Oh, too. really? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Got wow. Gnarly fires just uh, northeast or northwest of me. Anyway, um, let's... Are you guys getting the smoke or like the bad air because of that? Uh, no, not yet. If we do... And the valley's staying relatively clear, which is unusual. Usually when there's a lot of bad fires, the worst thing that happens is the whole valley gets like this haze in it. Mm-hmm. But we haven't yeah. had it too bad. So I don't know if the wind's helping us or how it's going, but uh, it's going okay. All right. I uh, believe we have a mashup that we would normally have played yesterday, but there was no show yesterday. And so today right. we do it. Got to do it today. That's the rule. Yep. This is called, Law. we'll call it the Tuesday mashup. It's called the Zune Squirts. <laughs> and uh, I'll play it for you now. Here you go. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Frizzy yo. skizzy. Brian in the hizzy. In the hizzy. In the hizzy. house. <laughs> Lay that uh, steak on my face. It's I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my uterus anymore. There's no uterus from a vagina. <laughs> Brian likes cocks. I got it. That's good. Was dick on there? No dick. No dick. He told the doll narcissus tindling to Tindlarnus Tidningar. 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 Yeah. Use the science, Jesse. Use the science. <laughs> that would be amazing. No half measures. Uh, if you're interested in her nipples, she's naked in. Uh... <laughs> if you're interested in her nipples, <laughs> she was naked. She was uh, semi naked in that uh, 300 movie, as uh, my memory of that. Let yeah. me squirt you a copy of uh, Come and Get Your Love from my Zune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, squirting. I forgot they did that. Yeah. Zune squirting. Squirts. Oh, that was so stupid. Zune squirt. Post me whole schedule. <laughs> I'm going to post me whole schedule. I'm uh, going to listen to Post Malone. Uh, post Malone. Yar. Popping pillies. Licking ears and eating shit. Well, I'm sorry. It's what chips? <laughs> That's a different <laughs> thing. That's a very different show. <laughs> One day it's infected. Next day, blood.
blood vomit. We just measure our wieners in inches because it sounds better. <laughs> uh, it's 322 millimeters. <laughs> it sounds so clinical and less manly to say it that way. That makes me want to peel a scab off and eat it. I don't like that line. <laughs> Put it on me. Put it on me. Put on me like this. Put, Put on me. Put Put it on me. Fabulous. That's good stuff. Fabulous. That's good stuff. Oh man. I wow. Remember, I don't remember most of that. I don't remember saying most of that. Some of it. I remember the squirts and the zoom yeah. and that, but that's it. Yeah. No memory. I mean, maybe those are old yeah. clips. He does that so, to us sometimes. Like some of that was a core clip from this week with John in there. Right, right. And with John, so you yeah, never know. The licking ears and whatever, yeah. Yeah, so you never know what's uh, what's happening. They remember the singing. I do too, Jeannie, sure. but I don't remember how long ago that was. But that was that last week? You were talking about, aha, uh-huh, maybe we were. I don't know. Doesn't matter. What matters is we've done yet another show. Thank you all for being here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to play a phone call. I want to hear a call. Yeah, let's hear that call. Is all it right. quick? Uh, I don't care if it's quick or not. It's sort of quick. It's 30 seconds. I don't care. We'll just do it. Here it is. Whatever. I forgot the name, but I'll play it. Here you go. Hey, Scott and Brian. I'm calling for TMS. Uh, Longtime fan. Real quick, I'm 22. I've been listening since I was, and I got an iPod uh, back in the ELR days. But anyway, this is the first time I've been compelled to call in a long time. They're joking about Naruto running into Area 51. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's it's a joke. It's a big it's a big meme. Uh, that's all I wanted to let you guys know. Love the show though. Uh, keep it up. Okay, I don't think we I don't think we thought or said that we never yeah, that we, we thought never thought, thought that, that it serious. wasn't a joke, but I think we said that there are people who don't think this is a joke and right. are planning on doing it. Right. Yeah. Like not that was the point is not everyone thinks it's a joke or knows it's a joke. Yeah. Which is where things could get a little bit screwy. But actually, now that you, we talk about it, I don't know how that turned out. Is it done? It hasn't turned out yet. It's supposed to be on the 20th. Okay, so they even have month. any... I, I, so I've never really truly understood what was going on. Were they like there and waiting? Were they going to plan a date? Apparently they did. So the 20-something, yeah. they're going to go, and then we'll find out how this all goes. Whatever they're going to do. Well, the Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us, which is now, you know, I use that phrase for everything. When it was the grasshoppers in Vegas... Yep. They can't stop <laughs> Storm Vegas. They can't stop all of us. That's right. Well, or uh, we were crossing the street against the uh, the light in downtown Denver this last weekend. I said, let's do it. They can't stop all of us. That's right. I like it. They could be used for everything. Amish Overlord yeah. in the chat says they're having a festival instead. Is that true? Is that happening? So, yeah, I think they, I think there are there are people who are like they're doing a music festival. That makes sense. They do that stuff in the Nevada desert all the time. Why not? Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me the other. Oh, and it was uh, Garrett online says, "What it would it take for us to get you to fire uh, to uh, Burning Man one year?" And my answer mm. to that was clean toilets. There's no such thing. Yeah, give yeah. me nope. give me some clean. You're, toilets. You'd have to go in your own vehicle in which you could sleep. Yeah, you could poop, yep. and you could get away from things yep. and escape for a little while. And then I'm in. I'm in on your that's, bad idea. That, that's what it would take for me to. Yeah. Uh, alien stock, by the way, is what's happening in Rachel, Nevada from September 9th to September 22nd. And it's going to be a uh, um, music and arts festival that is happening outside of Area 51. Nice. Well, that's excellent news. Uh, Good but if you're in the all. Vegas area, much better to attend. Uh, let me make sure I get the right date. It is the Life is Shit Festival, which is uh, the opposite of the Life is Beautiful 
festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no quest, no uh, word if there are pizza is shit uh, t-shirts <laughs> that can be stolen. I'm sorry, given to us by Rob from marketing. Yeah, given um, to us. That's happening stolen. Saturday, September 21st, 4 p.m. Big uh, festival that happens at the dive bar every year. James and Svet are involved with this thing, and um, that's going to be awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. I love hearing about what those guys are doing. How? What's his... Does he have to do anything every day now that he's a con- he's a he's a council person? What does he do? Not every day, but he has to keep up with uh, with uh, local um, local events and ordinances and things like that. And then every third, every three Tuesdays, they actually have a session that he needs to be there and attend for you know people to. It's it's basically what I picture is the parks and recreation uh, open the town hall where. Uh, Pat Oswalt gets up there and talks about Empire Strikes Back oh, for 20 minutes. Yeah, that sounds like it's totally right. Okay, now I need you to help me with this little scenario. Let's just say yeah. that there's a guy, he's been on his land forever, he's old, he's 85, yeah. and they need to yeah. turn that land into a public park. It needs to be a dog park. And James has been saddled with the responsibility to go to that guy and, and tell him to move so that they can make mm-hmm. this dog park there. You need to finally sell us your land, sir, sort of thing. Could you please do James asking this man <laughs> for this land oh, all right well so um you know you like dogs we all like dogs right so um <laughs> you know it's all good it's all good we gotta just kind of make room for this new dog park it's all right <laughs> it's perfect for you for those that don't know james i i i cry for you i weep for you <laughs> Because it's you, the one it's the one impersonation I haven't stolen from Saturday Night Live, and right? It's Is that dead it? on. It's so dead on. 100% I did it, uh, dead on. In front of him when we were in Vegas this uh, uh earlier this or, or last month. Um oh my gosh. Kind of did it in front of him just saying, "Here's what I imagine those town hall meetings are like." Oh yeah, so <laughs> you can't really put that fence over across that area. <laughs> yeah. I actually got from him. Yeah. Uh a very very hard to get item. But this is the Boulder City, Nevada, uh, home of Hoover Dam um, pin, the official pin. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that's this cool. is, uh, I love the Hoover Dam. Yeah. I, have I mean, you can't really memories. see it probably because the it probably gets blurry. But Hoover Dam's responsible for a lot of my I love deserts, I love post-apocalyptic stories. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Hoover was, Dam is? Yeah, because when I was a kid, that was just the most magical... Constru- uh, structure like I, I just uh, back you know and then set in the desert like that and the and the sunset and the red rock everywhere and this thing just built out of nowhere seemingly and it just I don't know there's something about that that just feeds into all my other fandoms it's it's weird yeah Hoover in particular because I went there as a kid a bunch of times huh. yeah interesting all right well cool um well there you go uh that's awesome you should have that pin and you it's just it's uncanny. If you guys met James, you'd go, Oh, now I get it. <laughs> it's uncanny. Like you could fake it. If he died, you could fake it. You could be the councilman, just call in everything. Just do the voice. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I could I could be a proxy. Just show up with uh you know, a a wig with more hair and a mustache and yeah, it's a really, loud shirt. It's really something. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, everybody looking for everything, go to frogpants.com slash TMS. Everything is there. We're going to take our leave now and uh, do so with a song to take us out. Brian, what do you got over there? A song for Jim in South Carolina. Jim, I hope you're staying safe and 
and uh, things don't go uh, poorly for you with the whole Dorian thing. Scott, uh, Jim says, hey, Scott and Brian, turning 44 this year. I don't have anything funny or insightful to say. Just hope you'd play a cover of any Aerosmith song. Love, uh, love the show, Jim in South Carolina. Uh, easy enough. Boy, talk about making it easy for me, Jim. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great birthday. I believe it's today based on the date that he set this thing for. Um, and then enjoy, uh, enjoy your 44th year. Um, this is... Uh, a cover of Dream On, originally, of course, by Aerosmith, uh, pre- uh, performed by Cornbread Red, a favorite around here. Bluegrass covers. These guys did a whole bluegrass tribute to Aerosmith back in 2007, and it's start to finish, it's great. Covers their whole range, everything, the old stuff, like like I said, Dream On and Sweet Emotion, all the way to the, the newer stuff, like Love in an Elevator, Jamie's Got a Gun, Pink, all that stuff. So it's really, really good. Cornbread Red, their cover of Dream On. See you guys tomorrow.
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't know anything about women.